Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, a typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Go for the pulse and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Friday Eve. Welcome in, everybody. Happy, happy Thursday, one and all. First day of September. It is getting to fall. Derek Gunn's favorite time of the year. We are stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Elsh. You know, I had to had to get you a little bit there, man. You, you knew. I know, I know. What's up, my extended family? Oh, what, good, man. All good. And what's up, everybody in the chat room? I see GG Philly. Kyle, Chris, Anthony, Mama Brooks. What's up, Mama Brooks? Dylan, uh, of course, Gigi. Gigi, I got I always, always got to give Gigi his prize. Good <laughs> to see everybody there. And, and let's, you know, let's do this. Let's tear rotator cups right away. Let, let's uh, do a little, <laughs> tear rotator. Let's there do it. Go. Yeah, that's how we're going to start the show: tearing rotator cups. But uh, thank you. It's a big, a big thank you to everybody out there. Um, this is what we achieved the month of August. That is 1,222,151 views for Jacob Sports. And it, we are here because of you. So we say thank you and we salute you. Uh, but that is a that's a great number, man. We're happy with it. And we're just going to keep building, building, building because the best is yet to come. That's all I can tell you. We're not, we have just, just now dipped our foot into September, like dipped the foot in the pool right now. That's it. Well, blow it up, million, blow it up. A million views, man. Just put that in perspective. A million views. So if I had a dollar for each view, I'd be a millionaire, bro. You wouldn't so. be working here. You you'd be gone. You would have left us. Hey, hey come bailed. on, Xander. Let's get this going, Xander. Yes. Let's get it going, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, no. But seriously, we do we do appreciate it, and and certainly 
speaking for the entire channel uh, and and our show specifically. Thank you guys. We, we appreciate that. So yes. good to see you. Good to hang out with you uh, today. Eagles back at practice, guys. They've named the captains. Did you see this? No, I didn't. They hit. Okay, so here's the cat. Tell me if there's any surprises here for you. Uh, Kelsey Hurts, Lane Johnson on the offensive side of the ball. Darius Slay, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox on the defensive side, and Jake Elliott, your special teams captain. So what was the one, offense two, again? Three, four, five, six. Uh, Kelsey and Hurts. And Lane. And Lane. Sorry, and Lane. Yeah. So I'm you got surprised. three three on each side. Three each side. I'm yeah. kind of surprised they didn't um they didn't put AJ up there. Well, he he's a newcomer. These yeah, guys are all yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, not to say that, but but you but you figure, you know, you look at the names they've they've they put in they put in the time here. Um they're leaders. You're not to say AJ isn't a leader. Um, but you know, these guys are the leaders, the the pinnacle leaders of this team on both sides of the ball. So I'm not surprised one bit. I think it's a great collection of uh captains chosen. Good job to Nick Sirianni. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Rob, you're our captain. Thank you, Barry. I don't want, want D-Gun to be a captain. I want, I'm going to get a C. Captain. I'm going to wear that C, There man. we go. There we I, go. I, Derek's not a captain material. No. Yeah, he's not. No. no. You're no. worried about him. I don't want to be, I don't want to be there. No. You don't want to be the captain? I have, no, I have other agendas. No. I don't want to be there. <laughs> other <laughs> agendas. See, you have to say it's agendas. Not <laughs> oh, yeah. just, you know, uh, it's agendas. <laughs> I got other agendas. You I don't have need multiple that. agendas. I don't All need right. that. I, I like it. D-Gun and Gunner, we're our own captains. That's right. Who's the captain of the D-Gun Derek Gunn team. Who who, oh, who gets? Oh, that would be Trish. Trish is the captain of both. Okay. Understood. Oh yeah. We yeah. all. I think we all know that, that that she is running the ship. That's for sure. No question. Oh yeah. Um, now, are you still all by your lonesome Barrett, or has the crew returned from Mexico? Uh oh. That this the answer is. Yoki. That's the. That means yes. Barrett is still by himself and and doing it all. Yes. Look, she's so pissed off because it's just me and her. Too. Yeah, you can tell she's doing that look <laughs> on her face yeah, because you don't give her enough treats. Are you not giving her treats again? I give this dog whatever she wants, and, and hey, she's still like you don't give her enough depressed. treats. You don't just you know, you, now. She's probably still mad from that boat trip you put her on. <laughs> she's probably still mad about that. Yes, I'd still oh be mad God. if I was that dog. Yeah, well, she, she just you, growled at me. I know. Good. She's See, not, she, she knows you're talking about her right now. No, she heard me mention that boat trip. She goes, "You know what? You're right, Deacon." Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You're still paying I mean, that price, too. man. All right, I got to hit you guys with this. So Eagles are back at practice today. We're 10 days out from the season opener for the Eagles. We are one week away from the NFL opener and a lot of college football tonight, by the way. Penn State, Purdue, West Virginia, Pitt, among others. So we're, we're back, man. We're back tonight. Football. Yes, tonight. Yes. Um, Serena advanced to the third round, which we'll get into a little bit later. She. This feels like – I don't know if you guys remember this, like – it was around 90 or 91. Jimmy Connors was was getting up there at that point. He, he was older. Uh, and he went on a run at the U.S. Open that was unbelievable, man, at mm-hmm. the very end of his career. And mm-hmm. this feels like that to me. Like Serena is locked in. And it's a it's a cavalcade of stars every night. Uh, in, you in, see Tiger in, Woods is there? Oh, Tiger was into it, man. You see, you see him? him standing up, pumping a fist like when he's made yes. a big shot on a golf tournament? Yeah, Bro, Tiger come was Come on, man. It. Half the Mets were there. Yeah, it was uh, oh, yeah. it was a big time affair, man. Big time affair. So we'll we'll get into that. I had my fantasy football draft well, oh, last before, night, guys. Before we get that, before yeah. we do this, before I do that, yeah, guys, where is it at? Where's what? I I sent explicit instructions on how I was supposed to enter this show. Where's what? my horn at? Let me. Oh, I know what he's talking about. <laughs> 
Now, now before I, I before I text you guys last night, were you watching that Mets Dodgers game? Yes, unbelievable. Now the game itself was unbelievable playoff yeah. atmosphere. Great pitching, great defense. Uh, Nemo went up over the fence in center field and took away a home run. I unbelievable catch. Yeah. That catch was unbelievable. Oh. And then Diaz comes out to his own music in the ninth inning. But what's the dude's name? Tony Trumpet. Yes. What's his name? It's now, in Australia. Timmy, yeah, I, isn't it Timmy? Timmy? Timmy Trumpet. I had never heard of this guy, but I, from what I understand, I guess he's big time, well known. Because uh, and Bob Cost is calling the game. Are you kidding me? I know. What more could you ask for? It does but, give it a little more depth when when you have a guy like Costas doing it. I, I agree with that. That's, but, that's why but, I, I expect that from you guys now. All right, man. Let me tell you something. I, yeah, after what you just said about me off the top of the show, I got I got a theme song for you. All right, <laughs> I, I got I got something for you. All right, yeah. But dude, I'm th- I'm sitting there going, okay, we've grown accustomed to baseball players coming to the plate, coming to the mound with their own music. You know, played on the sound system. Oh, not Edwin Diaz. He has a live musician, world-renowned musician, on the sideline playing the trumpet while he's walking in from the bullpen. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Dude, I got chills. I know. Bruh, bruh. And, and, it's and like major league. Yeah. Make it so bad. Um, what's his name? Timmy Trumpet. He did, he doesn't – he didn't. He never watched a baseball game. He didn't watch baseball. He played cricket. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, up. yeah. So the announcer said that uh, his first game ever watching the game was the day before. Wow! And then he heard his music come on, and then he said, "You know what? The next game, I want, I want to be the guy. I want, I want to play it live." So he, he ends up playing it live. So yeah. I'm gonna need some theme music going on here for a minute. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, Talk I, to I got, Xander. Yeah, I got, Let's go. Barrett I, I got your theme own. music. It's like your walk up music. You need yeah, I got your theme music. <laughs> yeah. If I get theme music, it has to be Shaft. but but i I love i love the way bob costa set the stage for for the music when he said you know um it was a close game eighth inning and bob costa sets the stage by saying you know this timmy trumpet this is his one shot to do this because he's leaving on tour starting in singapore saturday this country on sunday so this is it you know and sure enough, the pitcher holds his ground, gets the Dodgers out, and they don't even go to commercial break because they know what's coming. Mm-hmm. They went to commercial break. You know, normally when the inning's over, you go right to commercial break. But the, but MLB Network knew it's coming. Once that inning eighth inning ended, they they the camera ISOs on Edwin Diaz coming out. The gate opens up in the bullpen. He's walking out across the center field, and all of a sudden the crowd goes nuts. How how would you like to be in New York yesterday when you have? U.S. Open tennis and the Mets playing the Dodgers in a crucial series. Both in Queens. Both in Queens. Yep. Crazy. I mean, you serious? Crazy. Yes. Can you crazy. imagine the traffic congestion? Traffic was probably interesting. Oh my yeah. goodness. Oh, <laughs> That's for sure. Oh my goodness. Public transportation, crazy, I think, crazy, was the way crazy. to go, man. But yeah, I hear you. I Are we, uh, we going to go through the US Open years, right? Well, the U.S. Open holds like twenty-four, and I'm guessing. City Field is like uh, it's forty-one plus. It's a forty-one. I was going to yeah. say like forty-three, something like yeah. that. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot of people it, it, in the condensed you, area. You could, New York was definitely the place to be yesterday. Amen. Amen. Very cool. Yeah. So I, last night, I had my fantasy football draft. Now, let me start by saying this. I've been doing fantasy football for 30 years. That long. I know. Wow. It was, it was wow. 30 years? Yeah, I was I, literally, man, like, like more than that, maybe even. Actually, 30, I think it's like 31 or two. I was, we were like teenagers. So, um, <laughs> Actually, I was like one years old. Let me, let me rephrase that. One year old. Uh, no kidding. But uh, I've, I've officially had it with fantasy. I'm done. 
Like I know it's blown up. Yeah. I'm just like I'm I'm in a I'm in a league. It's my cousin and a bunch of his his buddies, and we've been I've been in it for a long time with them. I haven't done the full you know boat with them. I used to do multiple leagues. I stopped doing that a long time ago. But anyway, so I feel like obliged not to let them down and bail out. So yeah, they still have yeah. like an even amount of people, but like, like I don't want to just sit there and do prep. I had to do prep after the show yesterday. I don't want to get. I, I I'm done. Yeah, I do enough your, prep. You you take things too seriously. I know to I do, Barrett. And I, I and I, bro, you would lose sleep if you just set your roster. You wake up out of a deep sleep. <laughs> oh, just set my roster it's and true. get up and do that. And see that you take it too seriously. Me, yeah. Uh, if I get to it, hey, I get to it. Hey, Barrett. Rob's, Rob's comments sound like a man who's never won the money in fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, what it is right there. Here, truthfully, but, I, I've only won it like once or twice. There you in go. That, See, in that stretch. In 30 I, years. I've been in the championship a good amount. But no, I'm just – I don't know. And I don't want to sound like that guy, but I'm that guy. I'm like, I'm done. I think I am really going to tell him after this year I'm done. Dude, I, I'm just I, done. I have, I have never in my life played fantasy football. Wow. I have no patience. To sit there and and set rosters and delete and add. The funny thing is, I constantly get calls. Hey, Dion, I need your help here. Who do you think I should take? And I give, I give, but there's a part of me that says, me being in this business, if I don't win, that's bad. That's bad for the. That's bad for the brand. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Me yeah. too, man. You know? Imagine being me. Like yeah, you know, yeah, you supposed yeah. to know football exactly. And I, and I don't, I don't, I don't go off statistics and what guys are doing these days. Right. I, I draft with my heart, so I'm drafting guys. Like, I'd be looking for Jerome Bettersor. Where's Jerome at? You know what I'm saying? He ain't played in 20 years. You know what I'm saying? I mean, right. I, I don't, I don't think like these new guys yeah. think. Like, they they go in and they they get analysis. They spread out, oh, he coughed on Tuesday at 3 o'clock, so he's <laughs> not – I don't do all that, bro. Hey, man, I'm just I don't like, have okay, pay. cool. I don't I'm have a, pay. I'm a I'm fan guy, bro. I'm yeah, a I'm, fan guy. I, I just don't have the patience for it. I really don't. Well, I think, look, football is a lot easier than the other sports in terms of upkeep. Like, after you do the draft, you enter your lineup, okay. Like, baseball, man, it's a lot. I couldn't do baseball. Baseball's out of control. I've yeah. never wanted, had any desire. But basketball, I, hockey, it's a lot. So I, don't, I do basketball. It's fun. But I remember one year I did basketball. And, you know, I had, I had Shaq on my roster. I had... Uh, you know, I mean, I had all these old time guys, guys who were cooked, yeah, that could barely play. And yeah, I'm wondering why I'm getting beat by 50 points by people. You know, I'm like, come on, man. Well, come here's on. the other issue that I have. So, last year, same league, same pe- same commissioner. We, our commissioner is a guy who, um, he's good for the role because he's very much he's like Roger Goodellish, like, like I, he's he's not afraid to be the villain. He's not afraid to be the bad guy. He's a habitual rules follower to the, to the <laughs> point where, like, there's no gray area with him. He's got his head buried in, like, a, you know, in numbers. He's that remember, guy. Remember Ice, the producer? Like, Ice yes. Be. Yes, yeah, similar, right? <laughs> so, um, so I'll give you the story real quick last year. And we'll move on from this. But last year, if you remember, we had this really bad storm toward the end of the summer. That hit. I don't know how badly you guys got it in your area, but I we got crushed. Was that the, was that the one that the tornado hit uh, part of Jersey, South yes. Jersey? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's that same night we're having the draft, and we're doing okay. it like we're doing it right here, online and, you know, streaming and all those things. So my internet crashes, okay, with the storm. And this guy is like, we're starting at 7 o'clock no matter what. 
Okay. I'm like, like Meryl Reeves. Yeah. Well, I'm like, dude, my, I, I, I can't get on. Like, I don't have, you know, not my problem. You know, it's like a total, you know what? So I'm like, uh, so what ended up happening was I had like the second overall pick and our, our league, the one thing I will say that I like, it goes rapid fire. It's two minutes between every pick. Like we're done 14 rounds in an hour. Okay. Wow. Which is great. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> I can't get on for the first two selections because my internet's down. So it does what's called an auto pick. The, the league that we're involved in, I won't give the name because you know, whatever, but I, they, it ends up taking two straight tight ends for me rounds one and two, which is death. Okay. Right. So I basically just, I, I was like, here's the cool. money right now, guys. I have no chance to win last year. And so that soured Jeez. me. And I went through it again this year, and now I'm I'm done after this year. I'm just okay. So so if it soured you last year, why did you do it again this because year? Because I'm loyal to a fault. Yeah, yeah, I'm loyal to a fault. I'm a soft. I'm a softy. I don't have the patience to sit there for a fantasy draft with a bunch of guys. I just I don't. I'm sitting there going, I could be doing something else. I don't have yes. patience to sit you know, there. The yeah. worst dra- worst thing ever, man. It was a um, draft at you know at the job at NBC Sports, and you know Ricky, man, Ricky Bow, Ricky Patelco. Yep, they have the draft. And he's at dinner, so he can't go in and draft. No oh boy. And he can't log on right, and it's messing up. So everybody's just skipping on there. They're, they're yelling at him on the on the chat and all this stuff. He said, "You know, I'm gonna fix everybody." He goes in and drafts eight straight quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about pissed. Everybody was mad. They were pissed off. You know, like, oh, why is he doing this? He did it on purpose. He's like, so what? You guys gonna give me do me like this? This is what I'm doing. That's now a all you have to trade. Now yeah. you also have to trade me. To get a quarterback now, what, what? So they end up kicking him out the, uh, kicking him out the league, and they kicked him out. <laughs> that's a Ricky. That's a Ricky move, though. And he's you know pissed. I mean? He's still mad about it. He talked about it the day before yesterday. He's yep. still mad about it. Yep, mullets and and jorts. That is my uh, <laughs> my league name. I like it. I like it, man. Oh my god. Oh. All right. So other than the Eagles practicing, hey, and, and surprise, Miles Sanders back on the field. He practiced today. He is back on the field. He's doing some drills. Doing some drills. I don't know if it's going to be full blown, but he's doing some drills. So that's a good sign. Uh, They also got back um, Landon Dickerson and Jason Kelsey. So it's showtime. You're pretty healthy right now. Okay. Um, The whole objective of the offseason, it seemed like, was to get, you know, get there in one piece. And they, it feels like they're in, you know, one piece here to start the season. So that's, that's good from that standpoint that they're kind of getting ready to get at it. I, I, this today just sort of hits a little bit different. It feels like to me, I guess because we're a week out from the first game, I'm, I'm really feeling it today. I don't know about you guys, man. Like, I'm, and I know Tuesday's going to be crazy once we get back and it's game week where you're really looking ahead to the Lions from an Eagles perspective. But I just, from an Eagles and an NFL perspective, man, I'm like, I'm in the zone now. I'm now, there. See, I know, Derek, you're still, you're hanging slow- on. It's, it's a slow buildup. See, I will get yeah. jacked up next Thursday night about an hour before kickoff. To kick fish. That's when I really get fired up. This is like a gradual buildup right now. I want to enjoy the Labor Day weekend, you know, spend the time with the family. I have a wedding to go to this weekend in Lancaster. I'm just going to enjoy the ambiance of just the last free weekend until January, February, whatever the case may be. Um, but I'm not. I see, Rob. I, I see. If you're jacked up now, you have nowhere to go next week. I know. You see what I'm saying? I'm, you're already up here. I, I don't I'm, care. I'm in my Mountain Dew mode. 
I'm yes. all hyped up and jacked up on Mountain Dew, bro. It started on Monday for me. Yeah, do the Dew. Monday it started on me, bro. I'm, 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 I'm at this point, man, ready to rock because I'm thinking about what it was to get cut uh, and, 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 and before cut day, you know, going into the next day. I'm in I'm in mode because I got a I got a uh, game this weekend that I'm I'm trying to download information and get everything ready. I'm watching film. Yeah, I went back you, tell everybody what your game is, Barrett. Again, just so they know. They yeah, I got um, I have a uh, BYU at South Florida. South Florida. Yeah. Yep. So you know, I mean, it's, this is gonna be a huge game, and you know, I'm, I I didn't went in and watch those games like a thousand times. I actually went back uh, day before yesterday and watched the Detroit game. Because uh, I just renewed my uh, my NFL ticket, you know, game, yeah. game pass. All right, go, let's yeah. go there, man. T- tell us, you know, it was a while ago, for people who may forget. Everybody remembers the Eagles ran all over them. But you tell me, give me some of your impressions, Barrett, what, Bro, what they, went down in that game. Offensive, they couldn't get anything going. So their defense was on the field the entire time. Lions defense. So they yeah. just started, yeah, Lions. So they just started handing the ball off, man. And it was crazy how far they were blowing that defensive line off the ball. So then I said, you know what? I – turn the TV on and watch Hard Knocks, and I'm watching those guys there. And I'm saying how, you know, trying to, con- you know, compare and contrast. I'm looking at, t- looking at the screen, watching this, then I'm looking at – and I'm, like, trying to break down film, trying to see where who's doing what, what's doing me. Like, it was crazy how I was doing it, man. I was, like, in game mode already. <laughs> I love it. Mm. You're, like, oh. multitasking uh, film breakdown, also Hard Knocks. I love it, man. Look, I mean, I got look, Hard Knocks, yeah. Let's go back to – you said you drink Mountain Dew. No, you you've never seen Talladega Nights, bro. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I, I'm all hyped up on Mountain Dew. Uh-huh. You remember the sunset? Okay, I thought you were saying you drink Mountain Dew. Okay, I mean anybody eats White Castle. I mean anything. Sky's the limit. There you go. Is White Castle. But then I'm looking. But then I turn around and I'm watching watching the offensive line and how our defensive line dominated. Fletcher Cock whooped Big V's tail. Okay. And made him like it. I mean, he beat the snot out. I, I can't cuss that much because today, because my mom, she's she, my mom thinks she grown, and she left. She she she's going up to Chicago right now for a um a, um, a convention, a, a church oh, so convention. So you can be bad now. Sing mom's it. off. Mom's no, because she's she's list, she's listening oh, to it. Okay, and she has my aunt. Both of my aunts in the oh, car with her. You better so be on I, best behavior, bro, man. Come on, I, I'm not. I'm not messing with none of them. You could be ladies. grounded if you get out. Yes, yeah, I'm not messing she, with none of them three ladies. She right. probably she probably went to that church convention to get extra prayer for. <laughs> I ain't saying, but I'm just I'm just saying. I'm not Derek, saying. But, Derek, come on, man. I'm just saying. Come well, on, she. Man. I mean, I've been telling you for years. You need to tone down the cursing a little bit, but you know. Uh, I'm you just act like I'm a heathen, then I turn around. I didn't say. I, I didn't say that. I said the cur- I said the curse. I didn't say anything about that. I said just anytime I hear the word heathen, it reminds me of Aunt Esther yelling at uh yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Fred. You old heathen and Grady. Rollo, who was uh one of uh Lamont's buddies. Remember yeah, Rollo? Yeah. But my aunt Marlo <laughs> and my aunt Cindy are in the yep. car with her and they're going up to this division right now. There is no way on God's green earth that I'm getting out of order today. I got you. All right. right. We, I can't All wait right. to hey, this. Let me get let me let me get back to it though. So then I'm watching their defense. And, um, you know, this new kid that, you know, he, he's Aiden supposed Hutchinson. to be all right. He, he, no, Aiden Hutchinson, he's the real deal. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's going to be about a big – I'm telling you, my lot has got his hands, you know. That's going to be fun. That oh, one-on-one right one matchup. Maybe next week Man. we'll do some one-on-one matchups. That, that one's going to be one. a battle. Man. I can't wait. That's going to be much watch TV. Yeah. But then I turn around and I look at their offensive line. They don't have a snowball's chance, man. I mean, they are going to get killed. 
by our guys up front. Mm. This game will be one in the trenches, and I think our offensive line can block those guys. I mean, Michael, you know, Michael Brocker, you know, he's a good player. He's, he's a good yeah, ball he's player. Really good player. You know, he was he was he was a baller in L.A. Yeah, he's still good. really really good player. So yeah. this is going to be a good game, man. But I, I have no doubt in my mind that we're going to blow them out, bro. No doubt. So you think you're you think the big advantage is Eagles D line will smoke Detroit? Yes. I mean, our offensive line is the, probably the number one offensive line in football. But our defensive line will handle, will handle them. I mean, it's going to be nasty how bad they're going to make them look. Let nasty. me real quick go back to Hutchinson for a minute. Do, do you think is he to the point? Is it too early to give him you know more than just one on one attention? Are you not that or like where? How concerning is he? I, I think you're going to have to slide. You have to slide protect to him. Yes. You know, what I mean, you can't just let him go. He plays and, the run too. He's yes. got a nonstop motor, man. My goodness. And that's what it is. He not his 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 first his first move probably won't work on Big V, but his second and third moves are what's gonna, you know, okay. cause some problems because he doesn't stop. He does not stop. He keeps going and going and going. He conditioned himself. You could tell when I was watching uh when I was watching hard knocks, he conditions himself to go every single play as hard as he can. Mm. And that's what you're supposed to you're supposed to play like that. But yep. remember, I've been talking about it for the longest. Are they taking condition as seriously as they the should be? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Eagles. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is this is something that you, you it's, it's something you should talk about. We should talk about it a little more. Are they going to be in shape enough? I know that Detroit will be in shape because you saw how hard they worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, their coach, their coach is working them to death. I tell you what, other than Hutchinson, this kid I've been watching a hard knocks. This uh, Malcolm Rodriguez, yeah. he's a rookie, sixth round pick. He's starting at the wheel linebacker for they them. They love him. Dude, let me tell you something. I can't. I want to see this smashed. kid play. He's gonna get his ass. He's going to his butt kicked. I want to see. I, I want to see him play. I can't he's wait to see him play. He's not gonna play. He he's he's gonna. It's that was, that's a that's that's all great. That's a camp, darling. That's all great until yeah. you get between yeah. the lines. Yeah, true. When you got when you got Big Dickerson putting his head right in between that forty, that four, and that four. Yeah. You know, what he saying? was a great player at Okie State. Yeah, he, yeah, was. he was. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. But all right, so that's ex- all right. That's good. So you think the great advantage is the Eagles' D line? So this could be a, a day where Reddick goes off, where you know the interior guys. Sweat might have two sacks. Mm. That's how I mean. Sweat, bro. I'm telling you, Sweat is going to lead our team in sacks. Uh, look, I hope so, man. I I, I want to see it. Like he, all the potentials there, yes, but he needs to yes. do it over the course of an entire season, not just. Rack up three against the Jets or whatever it was. I mean, he needs to do it against the big boys too. Look, look, look fly parks. Exactly. Put that up there. What's that? Hard nuts got it. Y'all brainwashed. No, no, yes. no, 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 yes. no, 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 yes. no, no, no. I'm talking about individual players. I'm not talking about as a team. Oh, yeah, I think yeah, Detroit yeah. still has a long way to go. We were talking about individual players. Hayden, Aiden Hutchinson. That boy got JJ Watt. Type See See what Jordan did. What we do now? Aunt Marla, real fresh said? food. She said, "Hey nephew, see, I told you they was watching. I told you they was listening or listening. Yes, you were I listening. told you. That's How right. You doing, AT? Can you is. go? Can you go three hours without? That's a that's the big question. Rob, you taking over under on this? Oh, uh, Barrett cursing. <laughs> yes, I'm taking the under. I think he can do it. You think he can do it? I do. I think he's sweating bullets. I think with with a trio of women heading to a church conference to pray over his soul, Aaron's I think he can do it today. <laughs> well, I think this is the one day he can do it. 
That's true. He's not it's a so big curse. That's what I'm saying. I'm not. Byron Mix is like one curse in every three or four shows. Honestly, I, yeah, I, yeah, I know. But but yeah. some of the words, some of the words he has said, I'm like, oh geez. Okay. I, you know, I, I work blue. I work blue myself sometimes. Oh, you know. But hold on, hold on. Oh, the gun. The, huh. the worst part about it is that he's all he's a heathen. Then then his wife says, no, he's not there. Because she knows I am not. I didn't say you were a heathen. Yes, you have. Chris disagrees, days. Derek. Don't even try it. <laughs> How dare you? Uncle Barrett does not do those kind of things. Exactly. Man. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Uncle, I mean, I'll said it once and I'll say it again. Uncle Barrett is like Eddie Haskell. He knows how to turn it on in front of certain people. That's a but skill. I have seen, I have seen the real Barrett Brooks too many times. He got he got everybody snowed, but then uh, I'm telling you right now, I'm not saying Barrett's not a good guy. Barrett is excellent people. He's yes. the kind of people you want in your corner. But I've seen the Darth Vader side of Barrett Brooks that other people have not seen. I'm just telling, I'm just telling you right now. Oh man. Oh, see, even Captain Tony knows. See, your mom said, look at it. Your mom said, pray for him, Diga. Yes, ma'am, this is Brooks. That's exactly what I've been doing. My wife prays for him. I pray for him. It hasn't caught on yet. Yeah, but that's, that's rosaries out. I'll, get, I'll bust out my old school rosaries, man. I'm, I'm not telling you. See, hey, look. Hey, uh, Rob, Captain I don't know if there's Tony. enough Hail Marys in <laughs> <at> one <laughs> show. <laughs> but look, even Captain Tony said, I never curse when I'm fishing. I'm just fishing. I'm going. I just make it happen. Yeah, you dialed in, man. Door. You know, you got yeah, yeah, time for that. Yes. I've seen all him right. dialed in, too. Ooh. I know. Listen, I hear you, man. I hear you. Um, all right, so let's smash the like button, folks. We, we appreciate that if we could do that today. So when we come back, we're going to uh, pose the question. When it comes to Howie Rosen, credit or blame? Ooh, we'll explain. Yes. We'll explain. We'll get into that. A bunch of other stuff that we will uh, we'll hit you with. Uh, hey, speaking, speaking of Howie, speaking of Howie, yes, working on trying to get him on one day next week. So stay oh, tuned. Man. Got her. Stay tuned. Machine. I love it. All right. Don't go anywhere. We got Look you. John Dickerson. <laughs> Diga throwing holy water on Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> Barrett's going to oh, melt when he gets hit with that stuff. Uh, <laughs> All right, Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Derek Barrett, Rob, we keep it rolling. We keep it rolling with the Eagles in the NFL discussion. All right, knowing who to trust with your finances, that's what I'm here to tell you about. could be a scary proposition, and I had had issues for a lot of years trying to find the right person, but I have found that right person, and I want you to utilize the right person as well. I can tell you from personal experience. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's the Jim Murray with Principal Financial Group is that guy, whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review, you're starting off the business and you want to set up your employee benefits. You're not sure how to do that. That's another resource that Jim can assist you with. I've entrusted him with my IRA, a couple 401k rollovers from my other jobs, and I couldn't be any happier than I am with Jim. You will be too. Give him a call. 610-996-4751. 610-996-4751. You can email him as well. Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. That's Murray dot Jim at principal.com. 
Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust, go first. and go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. is an icon. A Philadelphia treasure. He's a mentor. A pace setter. Jim is my North Star. He's trusted. Revered. Appreciated. He is Action News. He's compassionate. Honest. And fair. He is extremely dedicated. Motivated. And always seeking the truth. He's also funny. We are a team of many. Jim Gardner is our leader. And we're lucky to have him. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Go for the pulls and the pools. Go for the oohs and the ahs. Go for the bubbles. And the bubbly. Go for the story. And the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. All right, welcome back in, everybody. Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this Thursday. Barrett, Derek, Rob, hanging with you. Three hours of power. All right, so uh, continuing the Eagles discussion here, guys, um, and specifically Howie, because yesterday, you know, right, you know, a lot of the discussion we've had the last, what, few days here, two days at least, uh, has surrounded the Chauncey Gardner-Johnson trade, the CGJ Although he likes C, doesn't he like CJGJ? I don't know. It's a whole thing. Wait, I got to get the, I, I just got rid of J jaw. Now I got to worry about this. Right, like, right, what, right, what right, 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 right. Anyway. Um, and, and look, props for making, being able to make that deal. And then he unloads, uh, you, you know, uh, Rager as well. And we're throwing a lot of praise his way. And it's been an amazing, amazing off season of getting Maybe incredible talent. Yeah, right. Uh, Deion Taylor, by the way, they, they want back on the practice squad. So we'll, we'll see if he's able to, uh, to get through waivers and they get them. But, um, yeah, we, look, we've talked a lot about the, the AJ Brown type moves, the Kaiser white type moves, the Hassan Reddick type moves, James Bradbury, just to name a few. I mean, they, it has been a massive, massive off season for sure for Howie. But the question I have for you guys is, should we be heaping credit or blame in this sense? 
you punt it basically on a guy that you drafted 21st overall just two years ago in Jalen Rager, who, you know, the, some of the names of people who went after him. And by the way, I know you could do this with almost every pick where you could just say, look who went after him, blah, blah, blah. But just for the sake of this discussion, Justin Jefferson went right after him. We know that. Patrick Queen, the linebacker from the Ravens, went 28th. Clyde Edwards Hilaire went 32nd. T. Higgins went 33rd. Michael Pittman went 34th. DeAndre Swift, 35. Jonathan Taylor, 41. Chase Claypool, 49. Just to name a few. Okay. Then you also look at it. They got rid of J. Jaw. Now, part of J. Jaw ended up getting you Chauncey Gardner Johnson as well. Uh, but J. Jaw was a second round pick. He was 57th overall. After him, DK Metcalf, David Montgomery, Devin Singletary, Terry McLaurin, uh, our man CGJ also went and he was the 105th pick in the fourth round that year. Davion Taylor was a third rounder in 2022. So we're talking about, you know, relatively high picks, one in the first round, one in the second, one in the third here from the last few years that are gone. And you essentially had to move these guys because they were contributing nothing. So is it more a situation of you shouldn't have screwed up the picks to begin with versus, okay, good job at least getting rid of them. Where do you guys fall on it? You got to remember when they um, when they they actually moved back in that draft, didn't they? To, to, um, to pick Jalen Rager, or weren't they up higher? Weren't they right around seventeen or something? Like that? I I don't know if they moved back in that one, Barrett. Um, I, I thought I they were going to move up to try to get C C D Lamb. Um, yes, yes, but Dallas Dallas swooped in early and picked him up, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I'll check. I, I'm not sure they moved down. I, I'll check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're right, man, because during that draft, I remember we were talking a lot about defensive back and wide receiver, and there was a bunch of guys like Jerry Judy in the draft. They didn't, nobody expected him to be that high. Uh, Henry Ruggs, we didn't think he was going to get drafted at, at 12 that high. Um, they were, they, I mean, this was kind of a weird draft, too. C.J. Henderson, we knew he was going to get drafted high. That's, that's one of the guys we were looking at. Um, but it, it was funny, this draft, if you weren't going to get a quarterback, we wanted a DB. And we also needed a linebacker, you know, like we've always needed. We've never drafted that high a linebacker since when. Um, what was the last time we had a first-round linebacker? I mean, this Jerry what? Robinson, 1979. So, you know, it, 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 we had talked about it. We knew they were never – because, you know, Patrick Patrick Queen was there. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's, he's lived up to it. Yeah, he's a very good player for Baltimore, man. Very good. But, um, you know, it was – I remember I, I, I broke down thin on Ken, Kenneth Murray from Oklahoma. And I thought he was the prototype. He's the prototypical linebacker. In fact, One of my he's favorite in, players. He's in – he's with the Chargers right now and balling right now. That's why they feel yep. comfortable enough to let White go. But he was just like drafted after, right after, like two picks after. Yeah, yeah he went, he went 20, 23rd to the, um, to the uh, Chargers. And then after that, Brandon Ayuk uh, balling. Then it was the big mix-up and a big controversy with Jordan Love going to the Packers. Um, I just thought that at that time we needed a, a either a stud corner or a stud linebacker. I didn't want to go with receiver, but we went with receiver anyways. And I definitely didn't want to go with Jalen Rager. Not to say that Jalen Rager was bad because I thought he was a talent, but I didn't know how good of a talent he was going to be because – he didn't have a quarterback to really throw to him and really open up what he could do as a player. But I did see him on special teams be that player that I thought he was going to be here. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, he was magical in returning punts. He was that dude. Once he got the ball, that's when everything mm-hmm. instantly took over. But I never saw him get to that point. He never got to the point where he just, you know, athleticism and um, and just his whole, you know, it, it, you know, his whole sense of how to play the game took mm-hmm. over. I think he, he lost confidence. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think that's the case. But, yeah, he was the other guy in the Big 12 that I, you know, I did a breakdown on. It's like, you know, hey, yeah, this is CeeDee Lamb, but this is the other guy that we need to talk about. You know what I mean? Right. So. Yeah, so I, I guess the, the question is, Derek, um, is the good far outweighing the bad? In other words, he's made some unbelievable uh, acquisitions, signings or trades or whatever. He's also – you know, killed it in a big way, I think, with the 21 draft and the 22 draft thus far. I mean, time will tell on 22. We need to see these guys get out there. But when you consider what what went down last year, I mean, what you got out of your first rounder, Devontae Smith, what you got out of Landon Dickerson, what you got out of Kenneth Gainwell, what you got out of Milton Williams, I mean, you know, boom, boom, boom. That's pretty darn good. Um, And this year sets up, I think, to be good as well. There's that. There's all the moves that I, I, you know, kind of laid out early versus, okay, don't get overboard here because he's kind of cleaning up his own mess. Okay. Um, I would say give credit because he openly admitted to us that he had to learn how to listen better to those around him. He went from being the smartest man in the room to understanding that it's okay to not be the smartest man in the room. Okay. Now, he took a team last year with those players you were talking about and they found a way to have a winning record and to get to the playoffs, which is valuable experience for a young group of inexperienced guys. Right. You look at his last two drafts. He finally honed in on the sec. He finally started listening to other people. He made some incredible moves, wheeling and dealing moves that have shocked us from A.J. Brown to Bradbury um, to now the safety uh, from the Saints. Yeah. So I say we have to give him – I'd say we'd have to give him credit. There are a lot of GMs – you look at the previous GM uh, in New York who finally got jettisoned out of the Gettleman, who finally got jettisoned. He kept the same line of thinking, and it never panned out for him. Okay? So they had to go in a completely different direction. When Andy Reid first got to Kansas City, they had to change the complexion of how they drafted. Look at how they draft now. And he, and he let Brett Veach do his job. Exactly. He who, got who out of the way. Eagles and, executive. And, yeah. and let him do his job. Exactly. No question about it. Yep. And I think how he learned his lesson well. He reco- I think he's recovered. Because we sit here, as you just mentioned, Rob, we sit here giving him rave reviews for the picks that he made. Landon Dickerson, Devonta Smith. Um, you know, uh, the kids they've drafted this year. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of assessing how good they are, that will be determined by the one-loss record at the end of this season. We can only speculate. The product has to improve from what it was a year ago. Um, and we can only sit here and speculate week to week, building up to beyond the 17-game regular season. But as we sit here right now, I have to give Howie credit for being man enough to admit that he needed to do a better job listening to people around him. And look at where look at where the roster is right now. 
it is arguably, and it's talked about now, just locally but nationally, one of the better rosters in the National Football League. Now, obviously, the games aren't played on paper, but as we look at it right now in terms of talent, youth, depth in certain positions, the most two strategic positions on a football team, offensive and defensive line, this team is second to none in the league as we look at it right now. I'm a resounding yes. Uh, I would much rather a boss admit a mistake than compound one. Like, to me, we all know it wasn't working with Ortega Whiteside. We all know it wasn't working with Rager. Rather than hide behind, hey, we just can't do it for cap purposes, et cetera. And, and, and part of it was like pride that we took these guys so high and I don't want to admit to this. I would much rather you cut ties and let them roll. I really would. Like, it's easier to do. I'll give you an example. We've talked about Alex Leatherwood, how he was cut by the Raiders, right? He was a first-round pick last year. Those guys inherited him, right? That group did not draft him. That was still Gruden and Mayock. It's easier to do that and pull a plug when you're taking it over. It's not a good look for the organization, but it's easier to do. Howie is the one who drafted these guys. It was on his watch, yet he's still willing to admit, all right, it was a mistake. Let's move on from it. And not only did you move on, you got value out of, out of Ortega Whiteside somehow, some way, which you partially moved to wheel and get Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. So therein lies a, a real ability there to maneuver this thing. I give him props. I, I think he has learned. You're never going to be perfect here. You could go through any team and say, oh, my God, they took so-and-so here. Look at what went after him. Howie had a rough couple years there. I also think one other thing, and I'm not making an excuse for him, 2020 for everybody was was crazy. You couldn't scout the way that you were accustomed to. No. There was a lot of things that went down. Now, that's not to say that a lot of teams got it right, too. But that, I think, affected a lot of teams in some ways. So I think there's way more good happening. I think he's a different person. He has a different approach. And I think he's more willing to listen to people. And I think that's a big part of this. And, Rob, you look at the players you talked about taking in the second round. You can say 31 other teams passed on those players also. Yeah, yep. because uh, because a lot of those players could have very easily have been first round picks. I bet pe- teams are kicking themselves they overlooked DK Metcalf and let him slip to the second round. Yep. you know, um, it, it, and it goes it's par for the course. Nobody nobody is one hundred percent accurate. And the draft is a roulette wheel. You spin the wheel. Look at how many first round picks end up being bust in the National Football League at every position. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a hit or miss. You know, you do your homework. Your scouting staff does the homework. You think you have all the I's dotted and the T's crossed. You set your board in terms of priority. Um, and sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. You know, um, I assume that the Eagles, with these young this young group of players, is going to work out more times than not with the course that Howie set himself on now. Mm-hmm. You're right. Howie made mistakes in the past, kept making mistakes in the past. He learned his lesson well. Even grandpa had a say, but I said it, I said it yesterday in the show and I've said it many times between May and now, this was the perfect storm for Howie to get out from under Rager and Whiteside and nobody bad an eye. In years past, had this happened and he gave up on them after a couple of years, this team would have been raining down fire on Howie Roseman for making yes, a mistake. Absolutely. But because I, to me, it was like a cloak and dagger move. You got people jacked up when you got A.J. Brown. You got people jacked up when you got Bradbury. You got them jacked up when you got a safety. And when we found out that J.J.'s gone, Rager's gone, look at how many people are applauding Howie making a move to get rid of him, to make way. 
few years ago, that wouldn't have happened. People would have been trashing his organization left and right. No question yeah, about it. But yeah. you still you still got it. I mean, I mean, yes, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm in the same mindset also. You know what I'm saying? You were pushing forward. You saw the mistakes you made, you cut bait, and you went on with it. But there's some damning mistakes that you know we gotta look back on. Like Donnell You said about every every team, every but, team. But bro, I'm talking about entire drafts are not on the team. Like two entire drafts are not on this team right now. Yeah. The entire draft. I mean, come on, yeah. man. We're talking about three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, Barrett, what we've seen, not I don't mean the last two years, but what we've seen prior to that is nailed a couple real late ones, like my lot of types, right? Yes. Like, whoa. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. You can't Kelsey make your living on that, though, man. You right. But I'm saying too that. many misses high. Yeah. Like, too many high misses. Yes. Which, I mean, you're right. Absolutely. You know, and the one, the one other, like, postscript to it that you have to include here is he, he segued pretty quickly out of a disaster. Not all that long ago. You know, Doug's last year, it was like uh, Deshaun Jackson again. We're, we were rolling that out. Uh, uh, Alshon Jeffrey's still here. You know, the, the receiving core, I'm just giving Carson you an example. Wentz one, lost his mind. One position. Wentz lost his mind. And it looked doomed. Like, they looked doomed. He, he pivoted out of that pretty hard in a good way. And they're still sitting here next year with two picks in the first round. That's right. Well, you know, also you got to look at this. They were able to – one thing he's 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 very good at, I think, is free agency. Yeah, he does a damn good job free agency, but he 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 doesn't until the last two years pick high and get value out of those high picks. This is to me, he's starting now, and he's jumped over the bridge now. He's he's now cooking with hot grease, bro. He's yeah. making it happen now. But there were so many picks before then that were just so so bad, man. Hey, yeah. I mean? When I say and, bad, it may be really bad. Well, I hope it was, you know, look, we need a wake-up call here. we got to change the way that we're going about this because yeah. this isn't working. And I think part of it is what we discuss a lot on the show. Let's dig into the SEC, man. Let's dig into Alabama. Let's dig yep. into some of these Georgia, whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. the, these teams that are the big time, there's a reason why these teams are winning national championships. They crank out a lot of talent, man. These dudes could play. So it's not a coincidence. So I think he learned some from that as well. Go go dig into the great programs. It's not to say you can't get guys from other places, but right, right. Like, I think he's hey, also really good. When your boss tells you, um, why don't we have more of these SEC players on our team? Yeah. <laughs> when grandpa says, How come you keep overlooking the SEC players? Yeah. You better start taking notice and listening. You, well, you know what the irony is? How he did his undergrad at Florida. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. The other thing he's really good at, guys, I, and I mean this, he smells blood. Like yes. he knows, he knew Chauncey Gardner uh, Johnson. The, the contracts weren't going well there. The talks. He he smells. He sniffs AJ Brown's unhappy, and they can't reach a deal. And he swoops in. And it, it's what smart executives do. And that's uh, that's one of his other real strengths is reading a room. Okay, who's who's having some problems here? All right, let all right. I want to give uh Tennessee. Let me give uh. Give Tennessee a call, see what's going on. All right, let me let me hit up the Saints. I've dealt with Mickey Loomis before. He's very good at that too, which is a big part of this job, a big part of it, for sure. So I think it is. Uh, I think it is interesting, an interesting discussion too, because it's not as cut and dry as oh my God, it's 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 all you know sunshine and rainbows and butterflies and, and all that good stuff. There's, it is right now. No, I it is. 
how is he why how was he able to do this though, man? How was he able to get that much value out of these guys? I mean, it's ridiculous how good these guys are right now, man. Well, the the ability to Barrett to, to I and I've, I keep saying this, but I'll say it again: the ability to not just get guys who fill a need who are okay, who are borderline starters. He got like stars, like impact, yes. like AJ Brown, Hassan Reddick. These guys are major, major upgrades. You know, Chauncey Gardner Johnson's a huge upgrade from Anthony Harris. Uh, Bradbury from whatever the Eagles were rolling out there as their second corner last year is a massive upgrade. On so, paper, on paper, yes. On paper, yes. Yep. On paper. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before we start the season, they yep. they they look a lot better. I just if you're sitting there and you're going through some of these other teams and you look at what their moves were in the offseason. Like I was thinking about when you were saying that, Barry, when you were talking about Detroit, like you were looking at last year and then you're looking at hard docs and I'm thinking, I know it's Detroit, but I'm thinking like, all right, well, what, what are the significant upgrades that they made? And not a lot, right? I mean, they're yeah. backing on just getting yeah. better, second yeah. year in a system. Yep. Hey, obviously Hutchinson's a big piece to what they're going to be able to do, all those. But I mean, it, how he was able to swing for the fence in a lot of these, and I, and I do think he hit it out of the park. In a lot of ways. Oh, there's no question. The, the the way this man is able to wheel and deal and fit, fit people under the cap when, when we – man, they don't have much cap space. How we find a way to make cap space? Mm-hmm. He's with, he's one of the best in the business at doing that. He, he's a, he's the master Houdini in terms of, of, of making things appear when it doesn't look like they can appear. Yeah. You know, that's why I said – that's why I said when, when you brought the topic up, you got to give him credit. You know, a lot of people don't learn their lesson. They believe in their system, and they're gonna they're gonna run this system down an organization's throat until you get them out of there. How he adapted, just like Nick Sirianni adapted last season. How he learned how to adapt and become better at his job. And so yeah, you got to give him credit for that. You got to man. And and I and once again, I give him credit for free agency. How many times do we look at you know the number one free agents be like, oh no, we can't get him. And what does he do? He goes out and gets him. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking about quality free agents yes. he brought in. He yes. says worse about Alshon towards the end, but Alshon for two or three years was one of the top receivers in the yes, league. Yes, he was. You know what a, a matchup nightmare. Exactly. Um, you, you look what he did at the running back position, going out getting a little Garrick Blunt. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I forget the kid from uh, down Ajayi. There. Yeah, Jay Ajayi. Same season, yep. I mean, his he, he had a, you know, his, his tire was half full. But when it was three quarters away full, he was balling for us. Yep. You know, Chris Long had him in the fold, you know what I'm saying? Made a player out of him. Patrick right. Robinson. Patrick Robinson. He had almost a had a perfect offseason in yep. that sense. Corey he, he, Brown. He gets yes. foals. Well, he gets foals. Yep. Foles has to step in and play. He gets Chris Long. Chris Long has a huge season for them. He gets he has uh Patrick Robinson steps in, has a huge interception in the in the in the NFC championship game, which flipped that game on its ear. By the way, the, the, the quarterback is hit by Chris Long. So he's exactly. hit by Long. Robinson yep. picks it off. Uh, the Super Bowl, Corey Kleiman undrafted. He scores yep. a touchdown. In 100 the Super yards Bowl. receiving. Yeah. You, you uh, forget Corey Brown. Say what you want to say. He was the glue in that defense. What's allowed Malcolm to do a lot of the stuff he was doing. You know, Malcolm could walk yeah. around and run around and do whatever he wanted to do because he had veteran guys there, veteran guy. He didn't do much as far as tackles and stuff like that, but he was helping around. Hey, you got to get over there. Get over there. Making yeah. sure guys are doing the right things. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's done a lot. Yeah. We just, I, I mean, I, it's just hard for me to get past 
Donnell Pumphreys. I know I need to stop saying his name, man. <laughs> I, I know, man. I do, man. But you know, that's he, one he, of those bad. Well, look, remember with Jalen Hurts, the advice that he tried to give us all of us. Yeah, sometimes right, you don't look at it in the bowl; you just flush it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't that's, even look back at it. Just yeah, just, that's Donnell Pumphrey, man. Just don't you, don't look back. It, you take the deuce and just you know let it go, just let it fly. Oh, yeah, but see, did we he, really go to this level? Said. He did said we, we didn't say it. I know, it. I know he, he did. He, I know, I know. You know what? He's he's like low key funny, even though he's yes. not trying to be sometimes. Yes, yes, yes. Jalen hurts. Yes. Yeah, like yes. that one was like. I mean, really just right under. It's just right up. I mean, it's just it just flew right under the oh, radar. Like, come yeah. on, man. A deuce reference. He dropped a deuce reference, yeah, and I'm like, drop the deuce and just keep rolling. Damn. But he's dead serious when he says it. That's nasty. That's nasty. When you hear it, you're like, oh, my God, man. Okay. Um, So, yeah, that was – I thought it was an interesting discussion there for sure. Did you guys see this too? So the Eagles reportedly put a claim in for Kellen Mond, the the quarterback. Mm -hmm. But the way it works is the worst teams get the higher choice. Yep. So Cleveland had a higher choice than the Eagles did last year. Yep. So Cleveland grabbed a smart move by Cleveland to grab Absolutely. him. I think there's something there with him, even though it didn't work out for him. Uh, but I liked him in college a lot. But the, that would have he probably would have been Ian Book had they been able to get him. Uh-huh. But they uh-huh. weren't, and that's why Book ends up getting some. Book's wearing number 19, by the way. I saw, I saw him in practice today for what it's worth. That's, that's another one of those ugly numbers you talk about. 19 is not a great – I like it as a receiver like number, but not a quarterback. I don't number. like that number at all. I wish – uh, no, I, I don't mind him on a receiver. 19 – 29, 39, you know 49. 19 reminds me of Bernie Kosar with the Browns. Oh, right. Oh. He looked like a praying man oh, out there. He was like tall and like <laughs> – he was, he was effective. I'm not saying that. Helmet looked too big for his head. Those uniforms suck. Cleveland's uniforms are terrible. No offense to your brother. Uh, come yeah, on, I'm a, yes, offense to him. <laughs> Take offense, yeah. Um but yeah, that that's uh, but I that just for what it's worth, that that's the number that he's wearing. Um, all right, so when we come back, we're gonna get into a bunch of other stuff. We'll update you on what's happening with practice today. Who the heck hey, is be- turning hey, punts? Yeah. Before you go to break, you and Ray go to break right now. Okay, no, no, before go ahead. you we go to break, something that, this is interesting. Yeah. So it just came across C.J. Stroud, the quarterback for Ohio State. Yes. Now we now we talk about these NILs and players' ability to make money, name, image, likeness. Yeah, where you get paid. Yeah. He he just got the entire Ohio State team. $500 gift cards from Express so they can get game day uniforms. I bet you can get game day suits. Game you know, a lot suits. of these kids can't afford suits. Oh, yeah. No, you know? no question. No question. Now, think, about how many, think about how many players are on Ohio State's football team. 90 players? Dude, that's yep. a lot in college. That's an awesome move by C.J. Stroud. $500? Yep. Yep. That's, a, that's a good gift to give your teammates. Well, Most of them will never see the field this year. Instead of just saying, and Barry, I know you got to hop off, dude. If you got to go, don't worry about it. But instead of just you know, pulling a move, and Barrett's coming back. By the way, he's just je- stepping yeah. up for one second. But but instead of just saying I'm going to get as much as I can get for me, you take care of your yeah. boys there. That's take cool. Care of his man. Boys, that's yeah. right. That's a good. That's move. that's leadership right there. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh that's part of the beauty of the of uh, the NAL NIL. You NIL, can do that yeah. kind of stuff. You know what I mean? I, that's that's take that's like I don't fault these guys. Get as much money as you can get. Period. Okay, but if you can take care of your guys along, think how that. Not that the offensive line didn't love him already, but think about the way those guys are like, oh, man, this dude's a leader. We got this guy's back. I mean, just think about it, Rob. Take $500 and multiply that, but let's say 80 players. 80. Think yeah, about man. how much money that is. That's a ton. And that's he secures ton. it for his entire team? Yeah, that's cool. That's, 
That's unbelievable. I know we were talking Eagles, but I saw that come across. I said, we got to talk about this. This is yeah, crazy. No, I love that. I love that, Derek. That's awesome. That's awesome. Wow. All right. So we come back. We'll dig into a little bit what's going on today. We'll ask the question, who's returning punts? Uh, I, I don't know if you've seen Devontae Smith. Yeah. My man has been in the weight room. Okay. So we will uh, we'll show you a little picture of Devontae as well, what he's looking like now. And which Eagles receiver, speaking of Devontae, uh, Derek, will lead them in receiving yards and touchdowns? AJ, Devontae, you throw Goddard in there if we want to count the Mm. tight ends. We'll do all that when we get back. Don't go anywhere. Barrett's going to be back in a little bit as well. So uh, Derek on Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let's talk about Pro Action Restoration. If you're not familiar with Pro Action Restoration, they are the people to call if you have any kind of water, smoke, fire, mold damage to your home, to a property that you own, to your, your, your office building, whatever the case may be. They're on call 24 hours, seven days a week to assist. Their crew is amazing. I can tell you from personal experience, my parents had flooding in their house from bad rains, and they're having an issue with water just kind of backing up into their finished basement a few years back. Uh, they were obviously older folks, upset. I called Pro Action. They got over there on a Saturday. They cleaned it up. And the place was spotless. The price was reasonable. The crew was great. And, you know, from there on out, I've been trying to tell everybody I know that they are the people to go to. They're licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. ProAction will work in conjunction with your insurance company. And, again, it could be any of the above, water, fire, smoke, mold remediation. You name it, they can handle it. Give them a call, 610-623-3760, 610-623-3760, or online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. A Philadelphia treasure. He's a mentor. A pace setter. Jim is my North Star. He's trusted. Revered. Appreciated. He is Action News. He's compassionate. Honest. And fair. He is extremely dedicated, motivated, and always seeking the truth. He's also funny. 
We are a team of many. Jim Gardner is our leader, and we're lucky to have him. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Go for the pulse and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. We're back on Sports Take on this Thursday. Thanks for hanging with us, Derek Gunn. Rob Ellis Barrett will be back in a moment. Smash that like button. Hey, once again, want to just thank everybody. Uh, we had an unbelievable month of August here uh, at Jacob uh, Sports Network, our entire channel. And we had you know, killer programming basically from 7 a.m. Uh, all the way up until 7 p.m. But we went over a million views for the month of August. And I, I, Derek, I can't wait for September, man. We are going to just up the ante in, in so many different ways with programming, with the stuff that we have planned, uh, with our, our game day coverage as well. Uh, it's going to be awesome. But thank you from, uh, from the bottom of our collective hearts here at Jacob Beatty. We appreciate it very much. Hey, um, that just goes to show you when you put quality programming out there, people will respond like anything else. It takes, it takes a little while for people to catch on. You know, a lot of people initially back in the spring, who is this Jacob media? Where can you find it? So on and so forth. But as we continue to roll out shows and names attached to these shows, people find what they want to find in a hurry. So yes, thank you everybody out there for being loyal viewers Thank you for uh, being a part of our, our, our daily coverage, our daily discussions. It's almost like we're starting to get to know these people personally because we Badly. see so many regulars yep. in here on a daily basis. And, you know, uh, their comments are funny. They take their shots. You know, that's fine, too. You know, we're <laughs> yeah. thick-skinned enough yes. to handle this. You know, we've been around the blog many times in this industry. We know what it's like. Um, but the bottom line is you people keep coming back because, obviously, you like what we're putting out there. And it's only going to get better. Yeah, it's it only going to get better, man. Well said. And we just, just went over. To be a part of. Yeah. Uh, same. And, and we just went over eighteen thousand subscribers. Uh, just recently. There you go. There so, you go. Yeah. Well, like again, we'll we'll keep delivering for you. Trust me. We appreciate you. Uh, you hanging with us. All right. So uh, we're, we're talking Eagles uh, as we do each and every day here. Um, mentioned earlier, but just to pass it along, this is important. Jason Kelsey's back, and you know it, it, the fact, Gunner, that he's getting the end of this week and then the entirety of next week to be ready for that opener, man, that's big time. And I know that was the plan all along, but you never know sometimes. But saw him out there. He looked good. He, he was moving some bodies, man, and he looked like he was ready to roll. Look, um, if Jason Kelsey if Jason Kelsey um, didn't come back and practice until next week, Jason Kelsey's going to be ready to roll no matter what. You know, you, you look at the guys um, who you were talking about that had been out extensively for a while. They're ballers, straight up ballers. They don't, you know, and, and the kudos to Nick Sirianni. They, again, they know how to back off, give these guys extended rest. They don't need them right now. They need them when the season counts. And so, 
them not being out there giving other guys reps, which is only going to make this team that much deeper when the games count for real. Um, great scenario all the way around. Uh, hopefully, Miles Sanders holds up. Uh, that's a big if in terms of the running game and catching the ball out of the backfield. But right now, it looks like Miles is ready to go. He's back in practice today. Now, we don't know if he was working out on the side or if he was actually working with the team. Still waiting to hear more on that. Yeah, he was doing some stuff in drills, Derek. I don't know okay, the extent, so, yeah, right. how extensive it was, but he he was in the running back drills. He was right there. So that's a good sign. That's a real good sign, man. Yep, that yep. They're, getting, they're getting something out of him. That's big. Kelsey being back is big. And here's the thing. I mean, if you're one of your main goals was to get to the finish line, it finish line meaning the end of the preseason in right. one piece. Yes. They've done that. Okay. Yep. Now, now it's a matter of you better be ready week one with the way you've gone about things or else it's going to be, you know, there's going to be hell to pay. I think this Detroit game is going to be closer than Barrett does. I know look, Barrett's been, been breaking down the film and I respect that. Uh, he thinks the Eagles, especially on the defensive line, are just going to wreak havoc with Detroit's offensive line. This still feels like a, little, a competitive game to me going into this thing right now. I think it's going to be a little bit closer game only because, uh, number one, the, the rust factor. Uh, the Eagles regulars not getting uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of reps in the preseason, which is good when you consider, look at some of the teams that have been decimated by injuries already. Baltimore's backfield, uh, once again, is up in arms. They don't know. You know, we know Gus Edwards is not playing. J.K. Dobbins, they're not telling you anything. Mm -hmm. The Giants have been decimated along the offensive line in terms of injuries. You know, so, you know, this team is going into the season relatively healthy. You know, Detroit's battle cry has been, remember what the Eagles did to us last year. Yep. This is our season opener. This is our home opener. Do not go out there and embarrass yourselves the way we did a season ago. And, you know, I think I think that's going to make for a good game. I think the Eagles, better talent on the field, uh, more cohesive unit, played together a little bit longer for, for many of these guys. Um, so I think it's going to be competitive for a while. Then I expect the Eagles to win the game. Um, at the, when, when it's all said and done, when the dust settles. Okay, I want you to see this shot. So this is a still of Devontae Smith meeting with the media the other day. Now, do you remember how skinny he was yep. coming out of Alabama? Now, I'm not telling you all of a sudden the guy's DK Metcalf, but this my man's been working this offseason. It is clear. His arms are way bigger. Yep. than they were when he was coming out of Alabama as a rookie last year. Now, now he's talked about his his affection for Wawa. You're not getting a bill like that at Wawa. I'm telling you that right I guess now. it depends what you get, Derek. I'm I, telling I don't you, know, look, bro, I don't care what you buy at Wawa. You're not getting a bill like that. He's in that man's put in the work. Lifting aisle one and aisle two, maybe look, that gets look, you big like that. I don't know. That, hey, that man put in the work to get to where he is right now. And, uh, you know, a good move for him and the Eagles training staff because he needed to be a little bit bigger because you got to absorb a lot of blows in this game, man. Yeah. You know, and 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 the Devontae Smith last year, you know, you can't keep taking that kind of punishment as a player, even a young player. So he put on the body weight. It's not going to affect his speed and flexibility. Um, I think he did a great job in terms of getting himself to where he needs to be as a physical specimen for the rigors to come in 2022. And look, this guy had a really good rookie year. I, I mean, yes, I, absolutely. he was really being the only threat on the outside. Again, I'm not trying to like dance on Rager or any of that, but I'm just right. saying. You had a guy who who you really didn't have to respect that much if you're an opposing defense, and you're a rookie just kind of learning this thing, and you still get 600 catches and 900 yards, almost 900 yards, than, yeah. almost a yeah. thousand, right? Almost. You average more than 14 per catch, so uh, you know that's a that's a damn good rookie year, man. It wasn't you know the explosion that we saw out of Jamar Chase or uh, right, right. Justin Jefferson, but yeah, you know, really, really good. So that said, Derek, 
looking at it. Right. You bring in AJ Brown now, mm-hmm. an established, if he's fully healthy star, uh, who had three great years in, in Tennessee, and you have Devontae. There's only one ball to, to go around here. Right. They're also going to be a team that runs the ball. They're successful on the ground. Which of the and you would throw Goddard and throw Goddard in too. Mm-hmm. Which of those three do you think will have the most receiving yards for the Eagles this year? I think Devontae will. I think okay. Devontae will have the most receiving yards. I think there's going to be so much emphasis on trying to take an AJ Brown out of the game that Devontae is going to get a lot of one-on-one coverages, and I think he will be your leading receiver. I don't know if he'll reach 1,000 yards because of the way this offense is structured and the way Sirianni likes to spread the wealth. I think he'll be close to 1,000 yards again. But I would say right now, if I was a betting man, I would bet on him being your leading receiver in terms of total yards. It's an interesting way to look at it, that it, especially early in the year, it's going to be we have to contain A.J. Brown. If we don't contain A.J. Brown, he's going to, he's going to light us up which could mean a lot of single coverage for Devontae Smith. The, the beauty of Devontae Smith, Derek, is he's such a precision route runner yep, yep. You know that he can hurt you in, in sort of that mid-range game underneath. But he is also, make no mistake, he's the guy who caught that ball that Tua threw in the national championship game. The dude can Absolutely. run, and go. he can beat you on a deep ball too. So there's a multitude of ways that that guy can hurt you. And, Absolutely. Uh, I think you're right. Like I, I, th- I could very well see him – getting over a thousand yards and maybe AJ Brown is 800, 900, but he, that doesn't mean he isn't crazy effective. Right. Right. You know, it just may not show up necessarily in the yards because the other team is saying, we're taking you away, man. I think AJ Brown and Goddard are going to be your two main targets in the red zone, you know, and rightfully so. I yep. mean, you know, AJ can out physical, uh, yeah, just about anybody's going to cover him. Um, and and D- Dallas Goddard has that knack for just finding a way to get open. Um, and, and I think they're going to be, I think they get that one of those two will be your touchdown leaders. Um, and that, that's a good thing. You know, you like that. We, we like to say, man, you got two 1000 yard receivers and we've seen some teams end up with 2000 to 1000 yards receivers. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, Nick, Nick wants to get his backs backs into the passing game. Also, you know, Jalen hurts is going to do his check down thing, you know, and that's not a bad thing as long as you're keeping the chains moving. You know, they have so many different ways to go with this offense and the weapons that they have. You know, individual numbers are secondary in terms of the overall numbers, which is winning. I'm with you. I, I, I don't care. And, and here's the beauty. I don't think – I don't know AJ as well, but I don't think certainly Devontae is going to be upset if, you know, the, the numbers aren't off the charts if the team's winning. The other thing you have to deal with in the red zone, and this is a good problem for the Eagles, Jalen Hurts is so dynamic with his legs. Absolutely. He rushed for 10, you know, himself last Absolutely. year. So you may not have as many opportunities as some other teams do who are going to try and get it through the air. They, you know, you could, whether it's a draw, a design keep by Jalen Hurts, he may keep it himself and, and score. You might not have as many opportunities. You know what? And, and that's another problem for defenses to worry about. You can't cover everything with a good offense. You can't. You know, when you look at the better offenses in the National Football League, why are they the better offenses? Because they hit you in so many multiple ways. You know, you look at an offense that Tom Brady ran for years. He didn't always have the big names. Now, he did a tight end, but he didn't always have the big names. But anybody stepped on that field was a viable option. Right. You know, that's why that man led the league in passing for as many times as he has, because you don't know where he's going to. Tom Brady, you know, made, made sure you understood. He didn't always have a favorite target. He had an open target. He would always find that open target, you know, and, and that's what I hope this Eagles offense turns out to be. 
not so much the quarterback leaning on one or two individuals, but giving the defense the, 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 the mindset of who is, who is he going to next, which totally takes the defense out of this structure in a lot of cases because your head's constantly on a swivel trying to figure out who's coming open, where am I supposed to be? Yeah. And that's a good thing. I'll tell you what's uh, really interesting to me going into the season. I feel like I don't know exactly how Shane Steichen wants to go about things. And you can throw Nick in there too, but I'm just saying the guy who's calling the plays. Because last year they they had to, to pivot off into that running attack, which was great. I mean, it got them to the playoffs. But we know they want to throw more. They know We know they have better weapons. If you're anticipating growth out of Jalen Hurts, you should be more effective in the pass game. One of the things Steichen said today, or yesterday, sorry, was – uh, absolutely, Jalen Hurts will be a much better deep ball thrower. So mm. they're, they're going to attack things a little bit differently this year, but I just don't have a good feel for him calling a game. It does, it's not a bad thing. I just don't have a feel for him right now. No, but, I mean, that's a, that's another of the many. Put that in the category of the unknown myst, unknown mysteries about this team. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's like, a, like I said before, many times before, it's like a daytime soap opera. You know, will Jalen Hurts improve? <laughs> How much better and bigger will Devontae Smith be right. in year number two? Can Jane, can can Shane Steichen call the game effectively? Is Jonathan Gannon the right man to call the defense? Those stories and more coming up <laughs> on the latest edition of As the Eagles Turn. Right. You know, and it's true. You know, yeah. there's so many unknown commodities we don't know about this team. You can go in saying that we know definitive things about a number of teams. We know Tennessee wants to be a rugged, physical-type team. We know Pittsburgh wants to play rugged, rugged physical football on so, both sides of the football. We know the Rams are going to air it out, and they're also physical on defense. You know, But we, we, we assume certain things about this Eagles team. We know they have the defensive personnel to get the job done. We know they have one of the better offensive lines in the game. We know they have capable backs, but then we have that what if with the backs. What if? With with Gannon calling the team, with Steichen calling offensive plays, you know, so that's what that's what makes this team so intriguing, because we're sitting here talking about the what ifs, and matter matter think about the opposing defensive coordinators trying to prepare for this team with the what ifs with the new additions on this team. Nobody knows. Yeah, no, it's a great question. It's 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 the beauty of of heading into a new season. We're not really sure exactly what you know certain things are going to look like. We know the weapons are there. Like it it was funny they were. They were talking to Nick Sirianni today, and they were asking him about getting uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson acclimated, right? And he said, you know what? We pay Jonathan Gannon a lot of money. We pay mm-hmm. these other coaches a lot of money. Mm-hmm. In true. other words, they'll figure it out, or they better figure it out. So, you know, with the hey. weapons that Steichen has, figure it out, man. Hey, coordinators nowadays get seven figures. You know, yep. they don't make the money the coaches do, but they get seven figures nowadays, yep. a lot of them. Yeah. So if you're paying you seven figures, you better bring a seven figure product on the football field. <laughs> Plain and simple. Yeah, Plain I hear simple. you, man. I, and and I don't know what Jeff Stoutland's making, but whatever it is, it's not enough. Not enough. Not enough. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Ob- obviously, he's making enough to keep him here because I'm sure he's had other offers to do some other things, whether it's the college ranks or the pros, and he keeps resigning with the Eagles. So yeah, and the Eagles are not not in a hurry to let him get away. I'll so tell you one of the, Derek, one of the really big wins that that we're talking about Howie and some of the moves that he made with players. How about after Doug is shown the door, there was a lot of speculation that Stoutland was going to go back to the University of Alabama. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you you kept him, man, for however you did it or whether he loves the area or, you know, whatever the case may be, he's still here. That that is one of the biggest moves they made, that he's still an Eagle. 
I think a lot of college coaches, once they get a taste of the NFL lifestyle, um, it's hard for them to go back unless they're forced to go back. Mm-hmm. You know, college, if, if you're playing at a premier, if you're coaching at a premier college program, you have the red carpet rolled out to you. No, yeah, there's no question about that. But once you get to the NFL level, even with the lower tier teams, that's a different lifestyle you lead, man. That's a different a financial stratosphere that you get into. Um, you get certain perks at the NFL levels that you don't get at the college levels. You become part of a fraternity that's second to none in terms of how you're treated in a lot of ways. And if you do your job, you can have a long, profitable career, whether it's a position coach, a coordinator, or a head coach, you can have a long, profitable career in the NFL. Look at how many coaches bounce around in the NFL instead of going back to college. And, you know, you look at a lot of their resumes once they get to the NFL. They'll take their job as a DB coach. They'll take their job as a linebacking coach. Why? Because the lifestyle is a lot different, a lot better at this level than it is at the collegiate level. Yeah, no question. All right, so we're sitting here. They have an extra roster spot. We're not exactly sure how that's going to shake out, but there doesn't seem to be a real defined candidate to return punts. Quez Watkins, it looks like it's going to be the kick returner. But we don't know right now. You could call up Covey off of the practice squad. He's there, break glass in case of emergency, or they're going to be bringing somebody in. What's your best guess? What, you know, the, the guy that we're talking about come you know a week from Sunday. Man, that, that, uh, here we go. Uh, uh, another big mystery. Um, yeah. Now that Rager's not here, um, I, hard to say, Rob. I mean, yeah. could it be Covey? I mean. We think it should be him based on what we, we've we seen from his collegiate-level performance. And a few times I've seen him wiggle his way up the field. I think he would be a great addition back there returning punts. He appears to be sure-handed. He's got the quickness. He's got the moves. Um, he has everything you want. So if I'm if, if I'm a betting man, my odds-on favor would be him. Um, but, wow, would you consider putting uh, Devonta Smith back there? Mm. I, don't I would not. I would, I would absolutely yeah. not. I, yeah. I, I I don't think that person's on the roster. That's my guess. It could be. It could be. Um, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And if anybody's going to find the, the best available option, it's that man named Howie. You know, he's got a roster spot open. So uh, I, I can't wait to see because I think, you know, we'll find out from the media. I think it will be defined a lot more next week when they start putting in a game, installing the game plan for Detroit. Um, in terms of who's going to be back there, because you know the media, the Philadelphia media doesn't miss a trick in terms of uh, I being eyes eyes in the sky in terms of who they're looking at. So I think we'll get a much clearer picture come next week. But I think really it's nice to be going into a season right now. Like I, I was I was reading some quotes from the Giants GM Shane, I, I believe is how you pronounce it, uh, the guy who came yeah. over from Buffalo with Dable, yep. um, and he was basically like, "We're trying to get through the day." We're, like yep. in other words, we're yep. so banged up. It's it, we're in survival mode already, yep. and they yep. haven't even played a snap yet. I'm thinking like, how awful is that? Number one, but number Oof. two, if our biggest question as we sit here right now is, mm-hmm. okay, they're a little bit short, maybe a punt returner. That's a real good place to be. It's a luxury. It's a luxury yeah. to have. That's the least of their concerns because I'm sure they've identified several candidates to put back there um, already. People that we're not even thinking about. Yeah. Um, and you're right. There's a part of me that believes maybe that return guy isn't on the roster yet. Um, they, they seem to be solidified at every other position except that one. Um, and I think they, I don't want to say put it on the back burners, 
but they want to make sure they've got everything else up to up to speed before they worried about that. And the good thing is they have more than a week to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. You got, you got time. You, that's for sure. Um, and if you just tuning in and you missed it, the, uh, the captains uh, from the offensive side, Kelsey hurts Lane Johnson, defensive side, Graham Slay Cox and special teams uh, is Jake Elliott. So, I want to go back to Hertz for a minute. I know he's the quarterback. I know that may seem pretty obvious to people. Of course, they're going to have him be a captain, but he's in his third year. It's only his second full year as a starter. Most of those other guys are vets. Kelsey been around Mm -hmm. forever. Lane Mm -hmm. been around forever. Graham been around forever. Slay, a long NFL career, not as long here. Fletcher Cox been around forever. Elliott was on the Super Bowl team. Mm -hmm. That's a tribute to the way these guys feel about Jalen Hurts. Yep, Absolutely. Absolutely. Your coaching staff in your organization invested in him. The mindset in the soft season was, okay, let's make the better, the personnel around him that much better. You know, now we find that we're going to find out exactly how much better your quarterback is. Um, if this defense lives up to expectation, the defense can take a lot of pressure off of him by shortening the field or forcing the opposition into a lot of three and outs, which means that offense is getting the ball back that much more. You've given him better options. The younger options are a year older, a year smarter, and a year wiser into Nick Sirianni's offensive scheme. So everything is in place for this quarterback to succeed. Now the onus is on the quarterback. How much better will he be in terms of going through his progressions? How much better will he be in terms of sitting in that pocket just a little bit longer and waiting for one of his targets to free themselves? How much will he be in terms of walking up to the line of scrimmage and deciphering for what he's seeing across that line of scrimmage? You know, there's a, those are a lot of little things, but they all add up to the big things in terms of helping the Eagles organization identify whether Jalen Hurts is the quarterback, not just in 2022, but beyond the season. And he's, he's an interesting guy in that he, exudes confidence I, I don't I you know I think he is uh uber confident I don't think he's cocky because I think he's still hungry and wants to get better um you know that, that's a really good combination to have that ability I think he's also one who tunes out the noise I think he's one who can move on from a bad game or a bad play and doesn't mm-hmm. sit there and pat himself on the back after a good one so I think he's got all of that that quarterback sort of mindset Mm-hmm. that you want, and now he's been given the tools, Derek. He's been given that additional – it's only one guy, really. Your offensive line's still the same. Your running back's still the same. Devontae, Dallas Goddard, but A.J. Brown is such a game-changer. And those two go mm-hmm. way back. How much is that chemistry going to be big for them? That, that That's going to be huge in terms of having a comfort level with his guys, guys he's known since high school, guys he played with in college. That's going to be huge. For a kid to be 24 years old, I think he has the the, the perfect chemical makeup to handle the pressure of a, of, of a highly pressurized market like Philadelphia. This is one of the more critical markets in all the NFL. You have to have a certain makeup to be able to handle this thing when things are going bad. And I think the Eagles did a great job in identifying once they, they decided to move on from Carson Wentz, that this kid has that it factor, number one, of being able to handle the pressures of Philadelphia. Now, does he have the physical gifts? The Eagles feel that he does, obviously, because he's still here. He is still their frontline quarterback. They've said that from day one after the 2021 season ended. He has handled himself well above his years of maturity whenever he steps in front of a microphone. Obviously, we don't know what he's like away from the camera, but he has been well-groomed in terms of not being rattled 
by anything that is said about him or said to him. That's a big part of it. Now you've got to tie in the physical attributes with this to become that complete quarterback who can survive at this level. And I think that he has it. You know, we've heard all the positives about how much he's improved. Okay, that's in a controlled environment. Now it's it's all, all free fall from here on out every week starting next week. Well, I said to you yesterday, one of the things that impressed me about Nick Sirianni was the veteran players bought into him, no matter what the, what the situation was, Kelsey and Cox and all those guys. I feel the same way about the quarterback. The vets really have his back. Um, I think I think some of it was, you know, it, it, look, things went off the rail with with Wentz, even though he had his backers in the in that in that locker room. But I, I someone like Jason Kelsey is astute enough to step back and look around and say, you know what, this isn't good. What's happening here? And I think mm-hmm. they're really thankful that they have somebody who's so mature. And gets it. Obviously, he's got to play. I know he's got to make plays on the mm-hmm. field. But I think these guys are really behind him in this locker room. I believe that truly. Well, they, they, they have no choice. You know, you have no choice but to rally around him. And you they're smart enough to know you don't want dissension. You don't want rumors getting out that you have reservations. That's not good. That's not good for the health of this team going into a season. You know, every team at this point now is rallying around each other because of anticipation and the Eagles have done a great job of putting players in a locker room who are smart enough to know, Hey, look, you have to bring this thing together. You have to fuse it together and keep it together. And part of that is rallying around your quarterback. Now you look at some of these guys, Kelsey, twilight of his career, Brandon Graham, Lane Johnson, twilight of their careers. Yeah. They want to win now. They don't want to be part of a rebuilding process, you know, and in, in all in, 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 in the guys that I've talked to have said, you know, they like what this kid hurts is, is, is about. They like his maturity. He handles himself as a veteran, a seasoned veteran. And so, yes, they're going to rally around him because if they rally around him, up, keep his spirits uplifted, even if things are going bad, that bodes well for the overall team. Because we, we know historically you can win in spite of your quarterback. You know, you can do that if you have the right personnel. We've seen teams do that. You know, but with this kid, if he does what we think he's capable of doing, and that he doesn't have to be great, just be consistently good. Doesn't have to be great. With what you have on paper right now in terms of personnel on both sides of the football, a good quarterback can win a lot of games for this team. Now, if he's great, more power to him and this organization because that solves your quarterback problem for years to come. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to pay him. Like the way the money's flowing around the league right now, you're going to have to pay him. But it solves your quarterback issues, and you can strengthen other areas because you're going to lose X amount of players after this season. You know, you got all these guys on one-year deals. These guys are thinking, okay, I'm here with the Philadelphia Eagles. I have a chance to win. But also, if I ball out, I've got a whole bunch of other teams that might be willing to pay me a lot more money. So you're going to have to replenish the cupboard again in 2023. And when you look at where they are draft-wise, youth-wise, they're in a good position not to have to do an abundance of replenishing, but they can they can well-stock the cupboards again with the draft picks they have and the money they're going to have in cap space. You bring up something really interesting, which we're going to get into in a, right around 2 o'clock. Russell Wilson got paid. Uh, oh! Not a shock, but he got paid, right? So, And I know Lamar Jackson's still out there, and again, we'll dive into that too. However, you think about what a critical year this is. So if Jalen Hurts goes out there and plays well, he's all of a sudden in conversations. I'm not yes. saying he's getting Russell yes. Wilson money, but he's in yep. he's in these sort of, you know, maybe next tier right below that conversation. Mm-hmm. 
because he's, he will be going into his last year in 2024, yeah. 2023. Sorry. Uh, if it goes the other way for him, considering the Eagles have two draft picks, he either may not be the starter next year, or he may not be here. There True. is such a pendulum True. swing here True. with this season for Jalen hurts. It's, it's amazing. Really, when you think and, about it. And, and there's also the possibility he could play out his rookie contract next year also. Yeah. The Eagles may spend a lot more money somewhere else and force him to play on his rookie contract, which bodes well for them and possibly him because if he balls out next season, then he's going to be paid a lot more. The scale continues to go up, not down for quarterbacks in the NFL. That only bodes well for him and his management team in terms of getting that much more money. If he puts together two consecutive good years under a rookie contract, Man, that dude's, that dude's set for life after yeah. that. No, he is. There's no question about it. And look, that's there's a lot of different ways this thing could go. But one of the things we talked about yesterday was the Eagles are able to do what they're doing because you're you're not paying him or Minshew anything. Right. I mean, you look at what the right. what the comparison is with some other organizations. That's why one of the reasons why I think how we viewed this offseason, like I'll be super aggressive because yeah. I can do it yeah. now. I may Absolutely. not be able to do it going forward. Absolutely. Yeah, they may have to trade one of those picks if they have to pay Hurts in the offseason, one of those first-rounders away. True. You know, I mean, I mean, nothing's out of the question. But so, that's all right because they'll still have a first-round pick. And you'll have a quarterback, Absolutely. an established quarterback yep. at that point. All right, so we'll come back. We'll continue with the uh, NFL talk. Like I said, uh, Russell Wilson got paid. We'll look at it, how that affects Lamar Jackson, how that kind of shakes out for him and his camp. His camp is him and his mother. His mother's his representative. So we'll talk about that. Baker Mayfield, uh, Kareem Hunt. Josh Gordon back in the news, uh, Denzel Mims, and one of the things we're gonna we're gonna uh, get into, Derek, second year quarterbacks, mm-hmm. the Trevor Lawrence's, the Zach Wilson's, the Trey Lance's, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, those guys are headed into the second year, which are supposed to be such a big leap. We remember what Wentz did from a 16 season to a 17 season, right? So the question is, which of those guys takes the biggest leap, and how would you rank? those quarterbacks we will do that as well yeah it's a biggie man and we'll do a bunch of other stuff uh when we get back phillies win phillies put up an 18 spot and get 22 hits last night we will talk about them as well don't go anywhere we are sports take jacob sports youtube network rob ellis Derek gunn barrett brooks all right let's talk razor technology because data is everywhere in business today but when it's locked away in silos It can't be efficiently used, and businesses don't have time to wait for the insights that shape decision-making. Razor Technologies Data Management not only integrates data from wherever it's generated or collected, but provides a uniform structure for storing, interpreting, and distributing it to decision-makers. Razor helps businesses transform and model their data, use it to populate real-time dashboards, and create shareable reports like highlight key areas of progress, as well as warning signs in need of attention. Smart data analytics and the tools to make data insights easily digestible help businesses of all sizes and types where they can be untapping significant savings. Razor technology can help you break down your silos and fully realize the value of your data to drive growth for your business. To learn more, contact Razor Tech today at 866-797-3282, 866-797-3282, or visit them online at razor-tech.com. Razor-tech.com.
Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. is an icon. A Philadelphia treasure. He's a mentor. A pace setter. Jim is my North Star. He's trusted. Revered. Appreciated. He is Action News. He's compassionate. Honest. And fair. He is extremely dedicated. Motivated. And always seeking the truth. He's also funny. We are a team of many. Jim Gardner is our leader. And we're lucky to have him. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Go for the pulse and the pools. Go for the ooze and the ahs. Go for the bubbles. And the bubbly. Go for the story. And the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Okay, we are back. Thanks for hanging with us, everybody. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis Barrett will be back with us uh, very shortly. He will be hopping back on, had some other stuff he had to attend to, but he will be back with us. All right, Derek. So first two games in the desert were not pretty, my man, uh, for the Phils. But they came back in a big way last night. The bats absolutely explode. Oh, you're muted. You're muted. Bats absolutely explode for an 18 spot, 22 hits. They dropped the seventh spot in the eighth. All nine starters, Derek, had multiple hits and yep. drove in a run. Yep. Uh, they 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 answered the bell last night. It, it was looking like it was going to be an ugly, you know, potential sweep, but no, wasn't the case. You know, Falter, we were joking yesterday after what 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 we watched uh, Arizona do to this pitching staff the first two games, and we said, okay, Falter's pitching. We're like, uh oh. Yep. He, he pitched better than anybody else in the entire series. Yeah. You know, and, and, same and he, thing. He's done it the four, last four starts. In the Mets. He, well, he did it against the Mets, remember? Yep. Yep. Uh, when they had their four game series against the Mets. He had the, the only win of the starters. Yep. 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 And, but, the, you know, the Phillies, they needed a bounce back game, man. They needed one in a big way. Dude, what is it about this team playing in Arizona? They had lost seven straight there. Their record there over the last several years was horrendous, you know, and they're playing a, a, an Arizona team this series that's rebuilding. 
And Arizona was tattooing the pitcher to the point they had to use a position player, Maton, to pitch at one point. Arizona turns around, had to use a position player. Did you see the Ephus pitches he was throwing up to the plate last night? Dude. The the catcher? Yeah, it was horrible. Dude, it was at one point, you know, Harper, after one inning, Harper walked up to him and was like, man, I feel for you, you know. (laughs) I mean, he's just sitting back there like softball, just tattooing pitches left and right. I yeah. felt bad, bad for the guy after a while. I'm thinking, yeah. okay. And then he busted the plate. His best pitch, he busted the plate with a 71-mile-an-hour fastball. I doubt. Like, my goodness. Yeah. It was but this, bad. this was huge. Big bounce back because you got San Diego breathing down your neck. Uh, the Brewers are still on the outside looking in as well. you know. And now they're going to move up the close and play a San Francisco team that had lost, like, what, 11 of his last 13? Yeah. I still don't feel comfortable about it because San Francisco took it to him. Did San Francisco uh, take two out of three from them earlier Here. this season? Yeah, you and know. it's still Gabe Kapler, which and is you, Kapler. Mentioned. you know yeah. you still wonder. Yeah. And you're playing in their park. Yep. You know, uh, anytime but, you go on the West Coast, I mean, it's 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 dicey. Yeah, you just never know. Well, the thing is, how is how are the pitching? How's the pitching staff going to be used now? Because Arizona exhausted the Phillies pitching staff this series. Yeah. So how does your pitching staff get to bounce back? Because you still and now what happened? Falter goes out with a groin injury. Yeah, they think it's going to be okay, but you're right. That's a little scary. And and Gibson goes uh, Friday. They're off tonight, uh, right? They have have a nice travel day, which they could use. Um, Gibson, you just kind of never know from start to start. He's Friday. Syndergaard, who wasn't good in his last outing on Sunday, he'll go Saturday. And then you hope Suarez, whatever that was, man, with Suarez the other oh. night, he's cruising through three, and then he then he's it's tattooed, it's batting practice after that. I I don't know. I don't either, man. And, and you know, San Francisco they can hit a little bit, especially in their backyard. You know, they're yeah. under they're under five hundred, but they're not out of this wild card conversation yet. Mm-hmm. I think they're only like maybe six games out of the wild card conversation right now. Five, yeah, six games, so yeah, th- it, it's it, it's a long climb for them. It is, uh, it is. You know, they're they're te- they're ten and a half back of the wild card, so that's a so they've dropped the ten and a half because of this losing streak they've been on. Yeah, okay. the Phils are still a half game up on the Padres in yep. the second spot. And what two and a half up on the Brewers? Two and a half up on the Brewers. Yeah, so okay. that, that's kind of where it is uh, right now. But yeah, I mean, look, I I don't take anything for granted. Look, we thought they were going to run through the the Diamondbacks, and they and they dropped the first two in that series, so. But last night was crazy. I mean, oh, dude, it, Derek, they had 29 runners in scoring position. The Phillies yes. are 15 of 29 yes. in scoring position. Yes. That's, that's like that's, that's like three, four games sometimes. They, they they set a season high for hits and runs. What, 18 runs, 22 hits. Uh, I, hope they, I, hope they, I hope they're not bat weary when they get to San Francisco. Yeah. But I'm going to talk about Syndergaard for a moment because yeah, yeah. we were applauding him because when he got here, he started out, what, 3-0 and uh, as a Philly, something like that, 3-0. Yeah. and but, and then, of course, he had the bad outing, his last outing. If you look at his numbers com- from the bad outing compared to his good outings, his winning outings, the numbers are very similar. Yeah. It's not like he's been a dominant pitcher. He's been a good pitcher. He's gotten key outs. But the numbers are very similar. Yeah. And so you got to watch that closely because when they start playing some of these better teams, will it hurt him or help him? He's a smart pitcher, a wily veteran. He knows how to get the big out when he has to, knows how to get the, the ground ball out when he – but because his numbers have been so similar since he's been here, that makes me a little concerned about him when he steps to the hit. I'm with you. He's a yeah. contact guy, and yes. he's still learning yes. how to be – you know, he's used to, back in the day before the surgery, blowing guys away. Yes. He, he was 100 miles an hour. He's a heater. And you're right, Derek. Like, he, he – 
if I'm being real with you, I think yep. he benefited by playing some of these bad teams, by facing some of these bad teams. And, and having a potent lineup behind him. Yeah, and you yep. get the Braves, man, and, and some of these other squads that they're going to be dealing with soon. Mm. I, I I need to see it. Like, I'm not sold that he's figured out – he's reinvented himself. Let me put it to you that way. I'm I not agree. there. That's what so, I'm yeah. That's worrisome. What, what really needs to happen is I believe it's uh, tomorrow – Tomorrow or Saturday, um, Wheeler's going to throw a bullpen. So if he mm-hmm. comes out of that feeling clean, he might start Tuesday back Ooh. here. Ooh. So you get that him back That's that huge. quickly. They, they're feeling, at least right now, that what, what we've heard is they feel pretty good about Sir Anthony's progress. So you get your closer back, you get your ace back. Then you just feel like everything falls back into place and you take a deep yeah. breath. Yeah. Right yeah. now it's sketchy, and you make a really good point. You destroyed the not last night, but you destroyed the bullpen the first two games. Yes, you did. So maybe by Falter going as deep as he went, and he, it, Falter you, again, he did a great job. Six and a third, one run. Six, he didn't walk anybody. No, uh, really good. He, they've won his last four starts, but uh, with that and a day off, hopefully that kind of just recharges these guys enough where you know they're 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 going to be okay at least uh, over the weekend in San Francisco because you got you got to take two out of three. You have to, you have to, but it, it, it's going to force this bullpen to extend themselves a little bit further. Maybe in some situations, the guys like hand, they're going to have to extend themselves until they get some of these pieces back. And, you know, you're talking about wheelers on course to come back. That's not a certainty. Sorry, Anthony is on course. That, that's not a certainty when no. he's coming back. Nope. So these guys are going to have to play roles. They're not accustomed to playing or weren't brought in here to play you know, uh, uh, until further notice. Mm-hmm. You know, we all thought Eflin was coming back in a short amount of time. He's gone for the season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, now, you know, we're, we're talking about Falter with this groin. They think he's going to be okay. They thought Eflin was going to be okay. They yeah. kept putting him out there. You know, how many times did they put him out there on that knee Yeah, and then took him out to mm-hmm. the point where now he's gone for the season? Maybe, and you gotta, yeah. you gotta, You know what I'm saying? So you got to watch yeah. these groin injuries, That's you know, fair. with these guys, man. That's fair. All right, I want to I switch gears. I was thinking about this. Something, you know, peaked this when you were when you were talking the last segment, Eagles yeah. wise, and, and we asked the question: Who would have more receiving yards? Would it be Devontae Smith or AJ Brown? But then we started right. when Barrett was talking about the defensive line. I started thinking about this because you can take it a lot of different ways. Who leads this team in sacks? You got mm. Hassan Reddick. You've got Sweat. Brandon Graham coming back. You have Sweat. You have. Hargrave, who I believe led them last year, I'll pull it up, but uh, uh, be certain. Um, you know, this it, it's a good thing that you're not exactly sure who, mm. but look, I, I hope it's Reddick. You paid the guy a lot of money. Yes. It would mean you're using him the right way. Um, that's who I hope it is. Barrett seems to think Sweat will lead them in sacks. Right. So Hargrave had seven and a half last year and Sweat had seven and a half for what it's mm-hmm. worth. And then your yep. second closest was, man, they didn't get a lot of sacks. Your no. second, the guy after that, Derek, was Fletcher Cox with three and a half. Jeez. Oh, oh, Hassan Ridgeway had two. Okay. Milton Williams had two. Barnett had two. And that's it. That's not good. Anyway, so <laughs> it better be more collectively than that, period. But who do you think leads him? Well, Reddick came out and said um, that he feels good about how he's being deployed in this defense. So because of his recent history and sacks, I'm going to lean towards Reddick. I know Barrett likes sweat. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Barrett has been talking to, to singing sweat's praise all training camp long. 
And I think Sweat is a viable candidate because I love his burst off the ball. I love his ability to get up and under a lot of these bigger offensive tackles. But I just think Hassan Reddick having uh, 23 and a half sacks over the last couple of years is that guy uh, who's going to lead the charge. I think Sweat will be a close second. I think Brandon Graham's going to get his six, seven, eight sacks. You know, Hargrave's going to get his four or five, maybe, you know, six. But I think Reddick, right now, my leading candidate would be Reddick to be to be the sack leader on this team. I, I think you're right. I, I just, I also look at it like it's a good thing. There, there's potential, maybe. I think, I think the wealth is going to be spread out a lot better. Like, yeah. I think Fletcher yeah. Cox will have more than he had last year. Um, you, you could very well see, and it's going to be limited opportunities, mind you, but Milton Williams make it, have get you more than two. Uh, Hargrave's essentially playing for a contract. I think he will deliver for them as well. Like, I, I think the Andy's going to be upped by a lot of these guys. Like, collectively, mm-hmm. they were second to last in sacks last year, Derek, mm-hmm. which is yep. awful, obviously. Uh, with the talent that they have now, you could jump from second to last in sacks to top five or seven. I think they're in that range with this with these players they have. I, I agree with you, but I've been generous in saying there's no excuse for them not being in the top 15. If they're in the top 15 in quarterback sacks, I can accept that. I think they have the personnel, like you said, to be in the top five or six in terms of quarterback sacks. But I'll settle for top 15 compared to where they were last year. That's 100% improvement. Oh, it is. You know, from, I mean, from, you're more from than double. 31st. Like, yeah, yeah. You're, you're flipping yourself into the upper echelon. Yeah, from that's 30 31st to 15. Yeah. That's that's 100% improvement. Yeah. And so I'll I'll take that. If they're better than that, you know, 6 7 8 9 10, I'll, that that's a luxury to have. But not just the sacks, but in, I, I, they've got to improve quarterback hurries, quarterback hits. Yes. You got to make you've got to make these quarterbacks feel as uncomfortable as possible when you look at the overall body of quarterbacks they're going to play there's not a lot of names on this list to strike fear you know when when you think about there's a few that's going to give you some problems matt ryan aaron Rodgers, obviously Dak prescott but you look at most of them carson wentz we don't know what he is you know or it's not look at some of these other quarterbacks they're going to face you're saying in terms of mobility no just in terms of being able to defeat to beat you on the blitz consistently okay you know i'm thinking dak rogers matt ryan those yeah three. i mean cousins if, cousins you, you and can cousins. get to four. him though okay you can four. get to him but cousins is a smart quarterback too he he's gonna get rid of the ball when he has to he's not gonna yeah. take a lot of hits so yeah. i say four four out of 17 games that plays to your favor when yeah. you look at the, when you look at the body of, of of wealth of talent this team has to attack a quarterback i think you know when, when I think about and when I think about Dak, Cousins, Rogers, Ryan, keep it. Th- Kyler Murray can move. He, okay, he but I'm, but but those four I'm talking about, they're not quarterbacks that you worry as much about them being the ability to run the football. Right. They can kill you with the pass of reading defenses and beat you on the oh, blitz. Oh, oh, I'm like sorry, that. I you got you. Reading a blitz. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, I'm not. You know, I'm not talking about the ability to. If you miss them on that rush, uh-oh, they got wide open space to kill you. No, Those are the you. kind of quarterbacks they're going to pick up their five, six, seven yards and duck. Yeah, you know when you talk about a Kyler Murray, he's looking for the home run every time he hits that open field, and he's got the moves to make yeah. a lot of people look bad when he hits that open field. No, those I, other I, four are not those type of quarterbacks. I think you're right, and they maybe those opponents may be the ones that you're not as aggressive. I know Eagles fans don't want to hear that. Right, but that right. might be where hey, right. front. Whatever front you're playing, yeah, whether yep. four man front, odd man front, you got to get home, man, in this yep. game. 
Yep. And you got to make sure you're covering on the back end because yeah. you let them stand back there and pat the ball. They will find that open guy. That's why Green Bay is going to be so interesting this year without Devontae Adams. Yeah. Now, it yep. may, it, they may not be as potent, right? right. It may not right. be the same kind of a, a, of an offense, but I must feel like this is really, we're going to see kind of what Aaron Rodgers is made of now, you know, at this yeah. point, almost 40 That's weird years to old, say that. Yeah. I know it's ridiculous because he's great. Yeah. But I'm, I, what I mean by that is just, you really took a safety blanket away from him and he's, he he's going with either really inexperienced or yep. guys who have just been okay. Or Cobb's older, but you know, whatever, yeah. he's not the same player. So it's, it's a lot different than, than what he's had. I mean, he's had a top three receiver in the game for the, yep. how many years has Devontae Adams been there? Yep. Five yep. years, whatever it's been. Yep. That's crazy. Well, the thing is, too, that's intriguing. He has more speed now at the wideout than he's ever had before. Yeah. You know, when you're talking about these young kids now, these young kids have to find these the way they Romeo Dobbs, this Toure. They got um, Sammy Watkins. Say what you want to say about him being on the downside of his career, but he's a very quick, elusive receiver. Right. So he has more speed now at that position. And we know Aaron Rodgers can sling the deep ball. Mm-hmm. You know, we can, you know, he, you know, no, so we know these, that these kids can get open. In these intermediate routes, and it's out quick. Oh, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. You know, he's not going to sit back there and hold that ball long and take a lot of unnecessary hits. And now, and, and if his tight end back and Robert Toyan is back also at full strength off that ACL tear, who he's is be really underrated, Derek. Yes. He's good. Yes. Uh, Rob, this dude is, he had double digits touchdowns not too yep. long ago. He's good. So he'll pick up a lot of that slack if he's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Cobbs is his safety valve. You know, Cobbs has been the safety valve before, will be again. So he's he's got an array. He's got a lot of question marks, especially on the out uh, on the outside. Mm-hmm. But he's got some of his safety valves in terms of his tight end and, and Randall Cobb being back there. Yeah, and, and look in terms of the upper upper echelon, the Eagles are going to face for sure, right? So it's Rodgers, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, I, I would I would put him at number one. And then there's the really good tier, like there's the cousins. Dak Prescott cousins, yeah. you know, Matt Ryan. And, and, Matt Ryan, you know, for sure. Who I, I think he's actually going to have a nice year for that. I'm not too. telling you it's going to be great, but I think he's going to be good for them. Um, then there's the question mark, guys. Wentz, I don't know. I don't I, know. I really we don't, don't know. know. We, yeah, that, 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 that is a big enigma down there for Washington. What Carson Wentz are they going to get? Here's a guy who could be on his last leg as a starting quarterback in the National Football League. Will he rise to the occasion? Because Washington has some decent-looking pass catchers down there. They've got a decent running game down there. They've got a great defensive front. Yeah, Carson Wentz has got to carry that load down there. Can he do it? Is he willing to be a team player compared to what he was his last year in Philadelphia and the one year he was in Indianapolis? If he is, if he comes close to that guy in 2017, Washington is going to be talked about all season long. They're a surprise team, a yeah. legitimate surprise. Oh, yeah. I thought it was interesting. We had Ruben Frank on yesterday from NBC Sports Philadelphia, and he pointed out if you if you basically go from like game five to like game fifteen, yeah. and look at Wentz's numbers, they're comparable with the best quarterbacks in the league. No question. He's, he, but all we remember is the collapse, the yep. last two, in particular, the last game against Jacksonville. Yep. So I don't know. He's a. I, I would say perhaps of any quarterback, maybe. I would put him, I put Trey Lance, because I don't know what that's going to look like. Clearly, San Francisco is banking on it, maybe not going well. Who else would fall into that just, I don't know, man, flip a coin kind of category? Is there anybody else for you? Zach Wilson? Yeah. Uh, would be another quarterback. I'm a doubter uh, with him, but I hear you. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I'm a doubt. I'm a doubter with him also, but they've upgraded the personnel around him. Yeah. He's got a deep receiving core, so it's on him now, you know. 
Um, I would say, hmm, another quarter. Oh, how about Kyler Murray? Yeah. You got the big money. You know, people figured you out the latter part of the season in terms of how to defend against you. Right. You know, you've got to have a big year to justify that big money. Okay? I got another one for you, Tua. Yeah. Tua, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Not just Tyreek Hill, the Jalen Waddle. He's got the whole he's got the whole arsenal. Down he's there. a good tight end. They, what? They have a, oh my goodness. Yeah. No, there's there's a there's definitely a build here. I would say those guys, um, I don't know. I feel like I kind of know what Baker Mayfield is. Maybe a change of scenery helps them, yep. but yeah, uh, you know, where are they better? They're better, you know, they're better than they were certainly with Darnold. Uh, but is it good enough? I guess is the million dollar question with him. Yeah. Huge, huge question mark, dude. Huge you know? question mark. With and that. he is so like that whole team is so dependent on McCaffrey's health. And and on and on Baker Mayfield's shoulder. Is his shoulder yeah. fully rehabbed? Because if he takes one good shot on that, uh oh, all mm-hmm. of a sudden. Oh, and there's nothing behind him. I mean, nope. no no offense to Philip Walker. I met my no, guy, no. Temple, but yeah, come on. No, uh, and Dar- Darnold's out four to six weeks right out the gate. That's so, if that heals those things you never know with those those high ankles. Yeah, yeah. You uh, so you know he you're right. You're right. It goes from high hopes to basically nothing in quarterback if they have a problem. And uh, I, you Baker. know what's funny, Derek? If people were if someone was having the same conversation in another city, they throw Hertz into that that this oh, mix that we're talking oh, absolutely. about. Absolutely. Yeah. No question about it. Yeah. You know, I think I think another quarterback you have to wonder about is Jameis Winston. Yes. Down in New Orleans. Yep. You know, who is which which Jameis Winston are we gonna see? A hundred percent, I believe that. I don't I am not so I think he's another one who's set up pretty nicely. Yep. Because same offensive coordinator, you point that out all yep. the time. Yep. Same um similar offensive line, good weapons and all that. But Sean Payton not being there, man, that That's makes huge. a difference. It's you know? huge. I mean, it, will we see the Jameis who who had a great seven games coming out of the gate last year? Or will Jameis be that guy who left Tampa? Yeah. You know, uh, Let me give you one know. on, on uh, New Orleans here. Uh, Marcus May, their safety, very yeah. good player, arrested this morning for aggravated assault with a firearm. According Jeez. to uh, that's Nick Underhill is reporting oh, that who covers the New Orleans Saints for the uh, for the uh, uh, WWL TV uh, for what it's worth. So anyway, that's yeah. that's always an X factor, too, man. You know what? What happens off the field? Yeah, sometimes and coaches dread the phone call. You know that. Oh my goodness, yes, dude. These 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 players nowadays, man. I don't understand why they don't learn. Don't be where you're not supposed to. You don't need you don't need to be in all these nightclubs or wherever the case may be, man. All this domestic abuse stuff, man. You got to learn to walk away. You're a high profile individual. Everything you do is more magnified more so than the average guy on the street. You have to learn how to control yourselves and put yourselves in better surroundings. Hmm. I know you want to cut loose and let your hair down and all that stuff. A lot of times when you get out and about, but when you put yourselves in a situation, especially if you're in a place where you're an opposing team's backyard, let's say, and you want to go out and people identify you, they're going to want to talk trash to you. I know. And you're going to stand there and jaw jack with them? No. No, you get the heck up out of there. That person has nothing to lose. You have everything to lose. Exactly. Yeah, that's the problem. All right, we come back. Uh, Barrett will be rejoining us, and we will dig into the Russell Wilson contract and what the offshoots are for that. Aaron Donald chimed in on his helmet swinging. You know, some interesting things to say about that. We got a lot of good NFL stuff that we're going to dig into when we get back, including which second-year QB takes that jump. Who's the guy 
mm-hmm. we'll put them in order. We'll rank them as well. Derek Gunn, mm-hmm. Barrett a little bit. I'm Rob. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let's talk about Flynn Tree Services because Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They are cost-effective, and they provide solutions to any tree problem that you may face. So if you have any type of tree issues in your yard or on your property, if you do, they're just a phone call away, a quick one, as a matter of fact. They are experts at trimming all types of trees, and they serve as southeastern PA, South Jersey, and northern Delaware. Flynn Tree Services specializes in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. Now, keep in mind, storm and hurricane season is upon us. Now is a great time to have your trees evaluated before the wind, the rain, God knows what hits, and some of those trees come down or those branches come down. You don't want that issue. You go to Facebook or Instagram for more information and a sampling of their work. Give Flynn Tree Services a call at 610-850-2848, 610-850-2848, or online at FlynnTreeServices.com. That's FlynnTreeServices.com. Go passionately, go fearlessly, go confidently. Go first! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. A Philadelphia treasure. He's a mentor. A pace setter. Jim is my North Star. He's trusted. Revered. Appreciated. He is Action News. He's compassionate. Honest. And fair. He is extremely dedicated. Motivated. And always seeking the truth. He's also funny. We are a team of many. Jim Gardner is our leader. And we're lucky to have him. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Go for the pulse and the pools. Go for the ooze and the ahs. Go for the bubbles. And the bubbly. Go for the story. And the stories. Go for the win. 
go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome on back. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Derek and Rob Barrett will be joining us shortly. All right, we'll just jump around the NFL a little bit here, Derek. Uh, Russell Wilson gets a five-year, $245 million deal, uh, approximately 165 of it guaranteed. Now, th- this is no surprise. When Denver made the trade, you, you knew they were going to you know, lock him in uh, long-term here. Um, but that sets the market again or resets the market, if you will, uh, in a lot of ways. My first thought is Lamar Jackson's got to be sitting there and they're, you know, we're 10 days away or whatever it is from the start of the season saying to himself, when are we getting this thing done? I mean, that, as, as these deals just keep coming in, his price just keeps going up. You mute it. <clears throat> Basically Lamar said if the season started and he didn't have a deal, that they would not talk about a contract during the course of a season. Mm-hmm. So basically Lamar is banking on himself. But if he goes out and plays the way he's we we've seen him accustomed to playing, he's the number's going to increase even more so after this season. Yeah, uh, he's got to stay healthy, obviously. And That's he got banged up. Yeah. yeah, he's got banged up a little bit last year, which cost him a significant playing time. But if he stays healthy, and you know, considering the uncertainty of his backfield. You're going to see Lamar back there dancing around a lot more, maybe running more than he should, which puts him in harm way even more so. But he's banking on himself having that bounce back year, and we've seen a lot of players take that chance, and it's paid off for him. Um, But you're right. You know, agents and and younger quarterbacks are sitting out there applauding. Every time another quarterback gets another contract, man, they're thinking, okay, what am I worth to this organization or somebody else as well? So Lamar Jackson is going to get his money. And it's, uh, you know, unfortunately for him and the Baltimore Ravens, it's going to be a topic of discussion all season long, even though he said he's cutting off all negotiations until, you know, after this campaign is all said and done. Um, but what 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 Denver, Arizona did for their quarterbacks, it just bodes well for Lamar Jackson in his situation. Hey, speaking of that, let me let me pass this along. Uh, coming from Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network, uh, the Titans have reworked Derrick Henry's mm-hmm. contract uh, to give a two million dollar raise for twenty twenty two. He will now earn fourteen million this season, most of mm-hmm. any running back. Twenty three remains the final year of his deal, so he's got one more year out of this. But you know what? Why it's significant? Hey, the guy's a great player. I mean, there's yep. no question. But it's rare that you see a running back getting 14 million yeah. these days. I'm not saying there aren't any, but it's, you know, I think McCaffrey's making a lot too, but the days of that are numbered, Derek, the days of the running oh, no back question. making a ton are numbered, unfortunately. No, no question. But, yeah. but you, you look at a Derek Henry, a Derek Henry is in a whole different stratosphere and he lost a lot of playing time to injury last year. But as I mentioned a few weeks ago on his show, Tennessee did the right thing, giving him that money. When you consider, number one, how much they lean on him, number one. Number two, this man almost had 1,000 yards rushing in half a season last year. Yep. That, that, that he, We'd have been talking about him rushing for eight, anywhere from 1,800 to 2,000 yards last year. So he's still a young player. Get your money now while you can because history shows that when you have a, a big back like that who's leaned on like him, once you get to your late 20s, man, your body starts breaking down. Mm-hmm. And you're not getting the same carries. You're not getting the same amount of yards in that regard. So get your money now. 
Now, after 2023, he may not even be a viable entity for Tennessee anymore. So get your wealth out of him now, especially with A.J. Brown gone and and, and, uh, the receiving court taking a significant hit. You know, you're going to have to lean on that running game a lot more, take some of that pressure off Tannehill. 100%. Yeah, Barrett, we're talking about the uh, the Titans uh, restructured uh, Derrick Henry's deal. He'll make $2 million more this year. He'll get 14 this year. And just how that's so rare with running backs these days, man, and, and will be going forward. So, uh, I, I look, I'm, I'm in favor of that dude at getting every penny he can get, considering how good he's been. And what yeah, a workhorse they he's devalue the, that position so much, man. It's ridiculous yeah. how much they do. I mean, I first got in the league. Everybody wanted to be a back because they were getting the big mm-hmm. contract. You know, Ricky mm-hmm. Waters making $3.5 million a year. That was like unheard of. Mm-hmm. $3.5 million a year is it, nothing compared That's to what a they're making. Now. Now. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, shoot, look at um, our kicker makes 18 mil over the next four years. Yep. Yeah. So, Jake Elliott got paid. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, so the other thing, and, and just to circle back to it, so Russell Wilson gets five years, $245 million, $165 million guaranteed with Denver. Just A, your take on that, and then what the offshoot might be with Lamar Jackson there, uh, who still hasn't signed his deal or ha- hasn't signed a deal with Baltimore. What is going on? I mean, to me, it's it's you know, it's not only just you know Lamar, but also what's going on in Philly. You know, look at Jalen Hurts. I mean, we talk about somebody that is if he has a good season this year, he could make upwards of forty million dollars a year. Yeah, it's crazy. So now you're getting, you know, you got a guy like, you know, one of the premier quarterbacks in the league right now in Denver making $45 million. I mean, can you justify paying uh, Jalen Hurts that? Well, you're going to have to. You're going to have to because he's going to make upwards of that much if he's a starting quarterback in the league. Yeah, but Barrett, I also said if push comes to shove, how he could very well make Jalen play on that rookie contract in 2023. Yep. Now, with that said, if if Jalen balls out this year and next season, it bodes well for him. When you look at the overall quarterback market and when it comes to quarterbacks, the numbers will only continue to go up and not down. He'll make a boatload even more money after 2023, depending on how the organization wanted to play this thing. Well, you know how Jalen is anyway. He's banking on himself anyways. He's That's one that's one young fellow, man, that you don't have to worry about him doing anything but trying to be the best player he can be. He's going to maximize every opportunity yep. he can to be the best player he can be. Right, right. He would have no problem with Baker. He'd be pissed, and it would be, it would be that you know that 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 chip that he would need, um, or it wouldn't he be a chip? He'd be the Roger, Roger the Bolter on his shoulder. He'd have a huge chip on his shoulder for for him not getting paid, and everybody else is getting paid around him. And just off spite, he'd have a great season. Right. You know right. what I mean? Banking on himself. But Howie's not that type of guy. Howie wants to get in um, below fair market value. That's how he works out most of his deals. While Lane Johnson got the deal mm-hmm. he got, Zach Ertz, even Jordan Malata signed a bad deal now when you when you think about what left tackles in the league are getting paid right now. Mm-hmm. He got a well under um, what, you know, you get for premier left tackles in the league, especially with the potential that, you know, Jordan Malata right. has. Yeah. Right. So that's just what he does. So I could see him sweeping in and, and throwing some money at Jalen. Um, maybe even halfway through this season, simply because he can get them under fair market value. Yep, absolutely. So here's the way it works: uh, highest paid per year. Rogers is making fifty point two. Yep. Wilson is now making forty nine. Kyler Murray forty six. Deshaun Watson, you know, we know we know what that setup is. He's out for the first eleven. 
is making 46 and Patrick Mahomes is at 45. That's your top five per year salaries in the NFL. So that's uh, uh, it's an interesting list. I played know, the wrong sure. position. That's right. That's right. And way too early. You missed your calling. You should have been a quarterback, Barry. Right, uh, right. You should have been a quarterback. Uh, speaking of, so Baker Mayfield, this whole thing is convoluted, but he denies denies saying that I'm, I was going to F up the Browns, trying to put it cleanly, uh, F up the Browns. He So Cynthia Freudland, I believe is how you pronounce it, from the NFL. Friedland? Is it Friedland? I believe it's Friedland. Yeah. From the NFL Network, also does Browns games for during the preseason. Said to him, hey, you guys are going to bleep up the Browns. And he's like, yeah, you know, that's right, or whatever. According to him, it turned into a whole firestorm. She basically is sort of walking it back, saying, yeah, he didn't mean it in that context. Baker is saying, I never said it, period. She called Baker's people to apologize. I, she mm-hmm. talked to his agent, not or his agency, or his published uh, marketing person or whatever. Didn't talk to him. Sounds to me like he's pretty pissed off at her, would, would be my guess. Would, because, shouldn't he? Yes. I mean, I'd be totally pissed off. Yes, I would too. I mean, that's a misrepresentation uh, of him. Number you know? one, keep like that wasn't that was off wasn't on the record either. Like, you know what I mean? It's kind right. of a Weasley move. She did it on a podcast. I know she was talking in like kind of a comfortable way, and she even said, "Hey, he didn't mean it with malice. He had a smile on his face." You probably just leave that alone. <clears throat> what I tell you guys all the time, I learned that lesson a long time ago. There's certain things you can share. There's certain things that are just between you and the boys that you keep to yourself. Yep. You know. Um, <clears throat> Those were one of the things you just needed to keep to yourself. It was like, I'm sure Baker approached it as, you know, because he had a, re- a friendship with her. Hey, we just talking, you know, we just talking, mm-hmm. you know, off the record stuff never should have been repeated. Um, she, you know, like she said, she never expected it to become the firestorm that has become. Um, and obviously it put Baker in a bad situation because uh, basically his marketing people said, we have worked extremely hard to improve his image. Yeah. You know, and, and he's purposely stayed back. away from this all, yeah. all, all week, yeah. a, whole, a whole off season yeah. of Browns thing since he got yep. traded. Yep. Yeah. He has deflected all questions, and now he has to talk about this and defend himself on this, you know, unnecessarily. And of course, Barry, you know how football players are. You don't need a whole lot to put on a bulletin board to get ready for a game. Yep. You know, but yeah. luckily, yeah. as I, as I, as I've seen Miles Garrett and those Miles Garrett and those guys say, hey, we know Baker. We know the competitive nature that he has. We know what kind of juices. So obviously they're taking that with us, with you know, just 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 in stride. Hey, this is Baker talking. We expect him to say nothing less, but still, it's something that shouldn't have been um, made made available to the general public. Mm-hmm. They don't yeah. need any bulletin board material for right. for them to go out and want to crack his skull. You know what I'm saying? I mean, is 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 you know he's a former teammate. You know, and, right. and when you play against former teammates. You, you you're gonna have that type of attitude. It's gonna be the same way. You you you're gonna want to go out there, and 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 put it on him, just like he's gonna want to go out and put it on you. Mm-hmm. So he didn't need. They didn't need any any type of um um gasoline Bull, put on the fire. Yeah, yeah. Right. Why would you do that? You know that's that's not cool. And she knows she's wrong, so that's why she's trying to backtrack. But it's it's too late now. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, and all that's why. He, uh, for misrepresentation, she could probably get sued for that. Yeah, yeah it yep. was just handled poorly, you know. And I think, you know, I you I, I was just thinking about this when you're saying that, Barry, with Cleveland. Like, not only the Baker thing, those players have had 
a brutal offseason. Like they have yeah. had to deal with all the Deshaun Watson fallout and have to answer questions for it. I'm sure they're like, yeah, we, Mayfield or anybody else, man, we're teeing off next Sunday. Yes. Like we're yeah. going yeah. to town yeah. next Sunday on somebody. Somebody's paying the price for this. There's a there's a bill come due. And somebody's, somebody's going to feel, yeah, <laughs> feel that pain uh, for all of that going down. But yeah, that's yeah. going to be uh, I, I, look. And normally that's a game. I'd kind of say, who cares? I'm pretty interested in that game. I am also, I yeah. wish I could watch it, man. I yeah, am also, that gonna look. but it's, you know, this, they've been through everything, bro. It's not, I can't think of a, a, a scenario in which, you know, a team had to go through that much. And there's nothing they could do about it. Nothing. Well, the team brought it on themselves, but the players are like, dang, well, look we're, look at us. We're, we're, we're caught in the middle of this. We ain't had nothing to do with this. Yeah. All we mm-hmm. want to do is play. Right. Mm-hmm. And you got this whirlwind, you know, of of, of, of of all these media being here. I mean, can you, it was probably three times the amount of media this, that, that uh, Cleveland gets. Oh, big time. Three times. Yeah. So, no, well, well said. Well said. All right. So, um, couple other odds and ends. So Aaron Donald basically is taking the tact that a big deal. I was swinging a helmet, uh, you know, it, it, with the intent to let, <laughs> you know, slay somebody. Uh, it was just practice. Who cares? Nothing to see here. Like it's basically what he's doing. Now the way it works is the NFL can't police this because it wasn't a game mm-hmm. with the way this is written in the, uh, in the CBA. Yep. So it's practice. So that, the tact, the tact that he's taking is also, yeah, it's practice. Who cares? Like he is really lucky he didn't catch somebody, man, and and, and clean him out. As strong as that dude is, man, he could have cracked somebody's skull with that helmet, man. Yep. You know, I do think the Rams should reprimand him for it, but then again, are you going to sit Aaron Donald down? I Who's going to sit him down? They probably I, I, talk to him. I don't even know if I. I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth, guys. When you're out there practicing, especially in these dual practices. It's, it's so heated, man. You don't, you never know what you do. You, you say you wouldn't do it, but then once you're out there and it's happening at that point, um, you know, it's, it's a whole different animal then. You know, I, I the reason why I'm saying that now, because I started thinking back and I've been a part of a, a, a melee like that. You know what I'm saying? I've been right. a part of something like that. I actually did it in college. In fact, we lost the game in college because of it. We're playing against Oklahoma, and it's Autry Beavers. Me and him was fighting in the middle of the field, and he grabbed my helmet, and he pulled my face mask off. My helmet. My helmet was still on my head, but he pulled my face mask off, and I pulled his, and his whole helmet came off, and I went and tried to hit him with I missed him. Mm. But I'm thinking to myself, man, that happened during the game. And while this is going on, it was an interception, and the ball ran – Right towards, right past me, and I didn't even see it. Wow. Yeah, but dude, when you when you're in a melee like that, the first thing you're told, don't take your helmet off. You he don't want to take get... his off. He took, he ripped the um, no. I understand. Players. Yeah, I understand that. But I'm saying, um, I don't. Was this helmet on? Yes. So that's even worse. So I mean, I mean, you could have done serious damage. That dude is one of the strongest dudes in the NFL, man. When you do start doing, that's a weapon. Yep. I understand things get heated. But you 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 gotta learn you gotta have control. What if he had busted that dude's nose? Anything now you're talking about not just suspension, but a lawsuit. Because if I'm the player getting hit, what's the first thing I'm thinking? I'm gonna assume this man got me. I'm gonna sue. Well, especially if you're some dude who's not gonna make the team in, in an open yes. practice. You're like, I yes. just got paid. 
I get paid what? from Aaron Donald. Thank you, what? Aaron. You know what I'm. You know what I'm thinking. Y'all saying. You know what I'm thinking. I'm thinking of Rocky, and if he dies. He he dies. Dies. Drago, man, what's wrong with you, man? What's wrong yeah, with Drago, you? Drago, I'm being serious, man. Poor, poor Apollo man. Creed. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing just, his last breath. I'm yeah, not man. cool, man. I'm just throwing the towel. When you're, Rocky when... still hasn't lived that down, man. <laughs> on that one, he's still not over it. I'm just saying, dog. Yeah. You out there, you don't know what you're gonna do, man. Thanks I mean... to Drago, we got the the Creed franchise. You know what I mean? In a weird way. Anyway. <laughs> Jeez. Don't, don't, send me down the, don't send me down the rocky rabbit oh, hole, Barrett. Don't do it, man. Uh, no, but seriously, man, seriously. Uh, serious business. When you're out there competing, you're out there being competitive. This is a gladiator sport, man. If it happens, it, 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 is. it happens. It, it just, it just, you know, and, and, you know, he's not just the only strongest guy out there. There's other guys that are just stronger than him. Yeah. And you're right. It probably is a weapon at that but time. But he's the only one, he's the only one swinging the helmet. Because he's the only one that took a helmet off somebody. Yeah, but if, if okay. others had helmets taken off, they would have been swinging them also. No, nah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, well, maybe, I'm maybe you right yeah. now. Yeah, I'm telling you right now because it's it's what if you know you 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 you're out there trying to feed your family, man, and that's how serious it is. You know, it's, it's not just a game. When you think about what's on the line when it comes to business. guys out there, yeah. So you know, it, you don't know what you'll do, man. Somebody try to take food out of your kid's mouth, you'll probably do a little more than that. You know, I didn't. I, I didn't ran and super kick somebody for you know. In super kick. Wait a minute. I would love to see you get up and super kick anybody. I would. Yeah, I would I love to, to see that. I used to be an athlete, bro. I used to be an athlete. I, I, I know that's right. So, but I'm know, saying, why would you put yourself in that situation? First of all, if you hurt somebody, you have to make a public apology. Number one. I would have made nothing because we were in practice. If, if your if your organization says that uh, we need you to apologize, you would do it. Yeah, but I do. That's, this stuff happens all the time. It's just it does. so many cameras and everything around it. It's yeah, just now it's just everything gets yeah. caught now. Yeah, yeah everything yeah. gets caught now. Okay, uh, okay. With that said, all the cameras around. We haven't seen any other case this summer, especially when teams get together and practice. We haven't seen another case this summer where somebody took a helmet off and swung it. Well, they it, man, it, and it's not just in these inter um, these inter squad scrimmages. It happens in regular practice when you're practicing against your own guys. You know what I'm saying? This, I mean, yeah. it's not just that. I mean, it happens all the time. I mean, I remember times when I was in the office, man, I wanted to take off my glasses and whip you. <laughs> no, <I'm saying. laughs> Give you a super kick. Oh, no, he, he didn't get to me, Rob, because he had his eyes set on too many other coworkers yeah, at the time. Exactly. You're usually the, no one, names, you're the one holding the back. No, but you got, man, people in the street understand what I'm saying, man. There's times you want to, you, you know, lose it. You just, you in the moment, sometimes you, yeah, you, can, you know, you, you, you might, become a different you might person. Have a, your pen there, you want to, you know. Yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> a jab. Yeah, exactly. A little, oh, little, little shank. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. When, you, when, you, when you've done time like I have, you know what a shank is. Trust me. <laughs> All right. Jimmy Garoppolo batted back at practice today doing some drills. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how that shakes out from a 49er perspective with him. Well, do you guys think that that makes them better than the Eagles now in the whole scheme of things that he's back on the squad? I think I it gives him a, a good safety yeah. net. Yeah, That's absolutely. What, what it does, like a really good safety net. I think it makes them more of a complete team. And it also I think it, it kind of be evaporates the question marks surrounding the quarterback. Because when the young, if the young kid falters, you got a proven vet sitting there waiting in the wings who knows the offense inside and out. So I do think it, it erased, erases that question mark about their quarterback situation, which makes them that much more of a complete team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think that the reason why they, they brought him back is because 
the young fella's just not ready. Yeah, I agree. They won't say it publicly, but it's going to be a real no. quick hook. They're, you're not. Fair this isn't going to last till game seven. No, It'll last about no. two two games, maybe three games. Exactly. And it, it'll yeah. be bye bye oh, yeah. time. Oh yeah. That's the case because they're they're too close to. There's too they're too good to, you know, be kind of going through this growth period or whatever it's going to turn out to be. I mean, um, Shanahan, Shanahan even came out and said it yesterday. We're shocked that he's back here with us. All of our discussions were that he was going to move on, and we're we're shocked that he's here. I'm elated that he's still here. You know how much of a big sigh of relief that is for him and his offense? Yes. Yeah. yeah we talk about his run. What is his record? It's like crazy, like 40-something and like yeah. 60. Oh, two, Garoppolo, you're saying. Yeah. Five and two in the playoffs? Yeah, no, he has he has a really good winning percentage as a, yeah. as a starter. He does. He's, he's been benefited by a good defense, but his, his record is good. Yeah, yep. That's fair. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, we don't know if he's going to be able to go week one or not. Harbaugh is kind of giving you, yeah, he looks better. Yeah, he looks better. You know, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, playing exactly. both sides of this thing. Um, so we don't really know where that's going. Kareem Hunt will not be traded. Like that is that any surprise? No. If, if you're Cleveland, no. you're gonna no. pound the rock, aren't you? Exactly. You got one of the best offensive lines in the game. You were number four in rushing a season ago. You have one of the best two one two one of the best one two punches in all of football in terms of running the ball. I'm sorry, your feelings hurt. You ain't going nowhere. Exactly you, right. You play, you play for us, or you stay back at your house. Plain and simple. And, and and they don't care because he'll walk next year. Okay, he walks, but we got you this year. Yep. It's just the way it is. Yep. Uh, the Titans have signed Josh Gordon to the practice squad. So you remember he got released by the by the yep. Chiefs. They said he was there was no issues character wise. It was just a numbers crunch. So he, he's on the practice squad. So uh, football career still alive for uh, Josh Gordon. I, I got to tell you the other one, the, the other receiver story. Denzel Mims, like just enough, dude. I, I can't take yeah, any more yeah, of this guy. Yeah. All he does is complain and yeah. act like he's Jerry Rice. You've done nothing in, in, in your time there. Well, according to him, he's done enough in training camp to where he thought she, he should be elevated <sighs> to a starting wide receiver. I mean, you're talking about a wide receiving core with, let's see, Corey Davis, Elijah Moore. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard hard to hard, – you know, the coaches obviously have been watching. They made the decision. So, obviously, it's something you're not doing. Yeah. I just, uh, I, I think they've all would like to move on, but he's, you know, it's a, a contract thing and he's still there. Just at some point, just stop and play. Just stop. And when you get your opportunity, go yeah. show who you are. Yep. I mean, but anyway, that that's uh that drama continues. Speaking of quarterbacks, just to swing it back here. I, I wanted to ha- do, do this little exercise with you guys. So there's some pretty prominent names going into their second year here as quarterbacks. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. Justin Fields, Mac Jones, and one of the guys we just brought up, Trey Lance, all headed into their second season. Now, we saw Trevor Lawrence be saddled with Urban Meyer last year, and then, you know, the coaching change. We saw Zach Wilson get hurt during the season last year. We saw Trey Lance get some opportunities, not a ton. We saw Justin Fields, you know, get in there a little bit later in the season with an awful team that was going nowhere with a lame duck coach. And we saw Mac Jones have a pretty decent year in, in a conservative approach that New England took. He, he, he was pretty good. So of those five guys, let's start with this. I want to rank them in a minute, but let's start with this. Who takes the biggest step forward for you guys of those five? So you got no Lauren, Lance, Fields, Jones. Mac Jones has to be number one out uh, of those guys. Mac Jones, I mean. Hmm. 
I, I, I see what you're saying with Trevor Lawrence, but we're talking about a consistency that he, he just has one year of prime coaching with Belichick under his belt. That he's just now, you know, Lawrence is just now getting coached. Just now. He's going to take a step, but he's not going to take the tremendous step that a Matt Jones is going to step. That's just me. Mm. It's not a bad choice. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's in a he's with, you know, Belichick. He's in that system for sure. It's a, I think it's a I think it's a good choice. I'll tell you the guy I think takes the biggest step forward, and I don't think the team's going to be good. But I think Justin Field shows everybody he, he can play. I think he will. He's got he's got Mooney, who, who I like. He doesn't have a ton else, but I think he's a really talented guy who's just in a bad spot with a team that's got – and they have actually a couple of running backs, but where they don't have a whole lot. But I think – Carolina yeah, but, sucks too. Yeah, Ooh. but no, but I just I just think by the end of the year we're going to say, all right, he gets help, he's going to be really good. He doesn't have help. So I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with Justin Fields. I'm on the Fields train. I would say I would say uh, the field wagon, the gand wagon. I would say Justin Fields is at such a deficit in terms of not having anything to make him a better player. You know, you got to have players to make you a better player. Mm -hmm. I mean, one of his top targets who they just got from the Patriots, Nikhil Henry, just been placed on IR today. Yeah, you know, the wide receiving core is already depleted. The offensive Mm -hmm. line is a mess. You know, they have decent running backs, but. You know, the pass catchers, Byron Pringle, or Brian Pringle, whatever the heck his name is. His Kansas State guy. Chill out, man. Chill out, man. See that? I'm sorry, Mr. Brooks. He knew what he was doing there. I apologize. No, I did honestly didn't even think about that, but I'm glad he brought it up. If I can stick it to him and upset it for a moment. Nice. After what he does to me on a daily basis, uh-huh. I am happy to return the favor, Mr. Brooks. So um, I just think Justin Fields is going to be handcuffed by the deficiencies that he has around him. Um, I like I like Barrett's analogy. When you talk about a Mac Jones, you know, we talk about how he set the rookie record for consecutive passes. He's in that Bel- Belichick system, whatever it may be, without Josh McDaniels now. I think Mac Jones will be an efficient quarterback, but not an electric quarterback. I think for Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence is like a kid on Christmas morning now. He's got a coach who understands quarterbacks. He has a good array of pass catchers around him. They've got talent. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to get is going to make leap, leap, leaps and bounds improvement over what he had to go through and endure last year when he had basically nothing. See me to me last year Trevor Lawrence was in a Justin Fields situation. Trevor Lawrence had nothing basically yep. last year. I agree. Now he's got a big improvement in terms of you've got Christian Kirk, Marvin, the Jones brothers, Zay and Marvin. They're not brothers, but Zay and Marvin Jones Jr. Evan Ingram, Evan Ingram can stay healthy. The tight end position has improved. Um, and, and you got you got Doug Peterson who understands young quarterbacks who can get in their ear and relate firsthand information that he experienced as a quarterback. I think for Trevor Lawrence it's going to be light years different compared to what we saw a season ago. Yeah, I, I am excited to see him uh, yeah. in, a, in a in a not in a functional situation where it was absolute dysfunction. Right. It, it was very smart by Jacksonville in this sense to bring Doug in. To, right. if, if, because the most important position is quarterback. If you want to try to get the quarterback going, right? You know, he, he's he's a good guy to kind of get him, you know, in there. Um, you know, there, there Wilson. I'm just. I said this, Barrett. I don't know if you were on yet, but I I don't believe in Zach Wilson. I'm just not. I didn't get him being drafted where he was nope. drafted. I don't. Nope. I'm not a big fan. Uh, so he he's the guy I really have the. I have the least ex- expectations, and I think Trevor 
uh, Trey Lawrence is more of just a total wild card for me. Like I don't believe in him, but he he could have huge upside. But it's he's played so little football. Yeah, so that guy at, since high school has played so little football. When you if, look if, at, go ahead, Bear. I'm gonna say when you look at Trey Lance, like last year, what he did, he was um, he had a, a 57.7 completion rating for 603 yards, five touchdowns, two interceptions, and a QB rating of 97.3. That's playing very, very sporadically, and. Um, I just don't think that he's going to have enough. And just from hearing what people have talked about, he's going to have enough to make that step this year into being a better quarterback. I look at Zach Wilson. I think that he's peaked. That's just who he is. You know, his his numbers. Uh, he has a 55.6 completion rating, uh, 2,334 yards, passing nine touchdowns, 11 interceptions, and a 69.7 QB rating. That's who he is. He's not really going to get any better than that. Right. You look at Mac Jones. Mac Jones, 67.6 completion rate, 3,800 yards passing, 22 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, and a, a QB rating of 92.5. Uh, Justin Fields, 58.9, 1,870 yards, seven touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and 73.2. Now, a lot of his is he's on a terrible team. Mm-hmm. Um, his offensive line sucks. I mean, sucks. Yeah. I mean, they, they were tattooing him. So it has a lot to do with, uh, you know, what they've what they've been allowed. Like Trevor Lawrence, his numbers, 56, 59.6, yeah, 36, yards, 12 touchdowns, 17 in the seven, seven point. He had nothing. He's like Justin Fields. He had nothing. So his numbers are going to go up. But – you look who's in a – well, you know what? I think he will be in a – but he's going to have a better situation as far as being nurtured as a quarterback. Yes. Matt yes. Jones, not as a – Josh McDaniel's not there anymore. You know, the stream is right. You know, the stream made that, you know, that – aware made me aware of that, that uh, who's going to – who's he going to get counseling from as far as an offensive standpoint of uh, becoming a better quarterback? I mean, they don't really have a quarterback – who he, who he's what special teams coaches used to be his old special teams coach is not a quarterback coach, isn't he? For for uh Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Uh well no, right now uh Matt Patricia's calling the plays and yeah, and, yeah and, and Joe Judge is the QB coach. Yeah, it's it, I don't think it's a great situation for sure. That's By the way, nothing play. lights up the chat room like Zach Wilson talk because the, the, all the mobs. No, it's, ridi- it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, it's, it's like ridiculous. unbelievable, man. Like it, it, they're no. on fire when, when that starts, it's. Uh, oh, it's, it's, Rob just uh, mad. Cause she was pulling all the soccer mom. Yeah. Yeah. It's all kinds of, <laughs> my mom's marked safe around Zach. It's, it's crazy, man. If you, they just, they start going, man, they start firing that stuff off. It's a, it's, it's nothing short of unbelievable, but yeah, I mean, I, I, um, uh, I know it's Belichick or whatever. We, we, we talked about it, but I just, I don't think this is a formula to help that kid. I do not. Not at all. Not at you all. Know. Brady had Josh McDaniels and uh, Bill O'Brien, uh, Charlie oh, yeah. Weiss, yep. you know, like real off. Maybe they didn't go on to be good head coaches, but they were good offensive minds yep. to help him along the way. This just feels like Belichick. I'm smarter than everybody else. I can do anything I want and throw anybody in there and we're going to be fine. Okay, Bill. I guess you know we'll, we're going we'll to find out. We're going to yeah, we're going to find out. I mean, it's, yeah. it's it's intriguing in terms of 
you know, his security blanket has moved on now uh, to greener pastures and Josh, Josh McDaniels. Um, I, I still think they're going to run a similar offense. You're going to see, you're going to see Mac Jones, a lot of short passes, just like his predecessor Brady. Um, he'll keep that offense efficient. And, uh, you know, I, they have the personnel around them to compete. Um, I don't see them beating Buffalo. They're going to have problems with Miami. Those are going to be good matchups, but they, I think they have the personnel overall to compete. And, and I think Mac Jones is the perfect type of quarterback to, to run an efficient system and yeah. keep that team relevant for most of the season. Absolutely. All right. So I want to hit you guys with this and then we'll, uh, we'll jump into some open talk in the last segment, but the Manning cast will be back. The Peyton and Eli uh, alternative. That broadcast. was pretty good, man. It was, man. Yeah, definitely. I mean, so there's two things. One, you know, you, I think they're both funny. Number one, I think they both kind of get it. You know what it is. They're not sitting there trying to X and O you to death, but they mix in enough of it where you're like, oh, damn, right, okay. Right, right. But they get great guests, too. Yeah, they yeah, do. They, and like, Dude, and like, they'll have, like, Barkley on there. Yeah. You know, they're, they're having, like, you know, pizza <laughs> eating content. Like, you never know what you, they're going to do. And they said it um, in that cup that um, the that, that, that Peyton's drinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's getting like, after it a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it does. It does kind of yeah. feel like that. There, there might be. But his brother, man, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. It, he's just, he's just the squares. He's square. He's a square, but he's funny, man. But he wears the squareness. That's yes, what's good yes. about it. You know what I mean? He knows he's a square to dork. Yeah, you know, I, I, I agree. Like, Fitness Rebel, like Cooper's the best one. Like, yeah. have, have you guys seen the commercial? I forget. I don't know. It's for a, a, a you know betting thing, but uh, so, but nonetheless, it's JP Smooth. Yeah. And, oh uh, yeah. Yep. And they're playing charades. Yeah. And and Peyton and Eli are on one team, and they're like, I, what I do? they're guessing everything. And Cooper is like nails this long like soliloquy. And uh, Peyton and Eli are like, really? Like that? <laughs> you know. And, and the dad's like, way to go, Cooper. And, and right, 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 right. And they're both right. angry that the dad says that to Cooper. And they're just funny, man. I think those two are good. They're good together. I would love to just sit in a room with 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 the uh, Manning brothers just to have a roundtable conversation about anything. I bet it would be hilarious. Oh. You have that dry Southern humor. Yes, I think it would be hilarious just to sit around with them because Peyton's dry agree. also. But, yeah, but yeah. nobody's driving Eli. Eli, I mean, he's he's got the face, he's got the mannerisms. You know what I'm saying? Like he he's not even really trying to be funny, but he's funny as heck. Uh, it is good. All right, so we come back. Uh, we'll we'll dive into some more open talk stuff. Serena advances to the third round. Tony Larusa, Nandi Asamoa, uh, Ben Simmons. We got all kinds of stuff for you uh, in store. We get back birthdays, movies uh, on this date. All that good stuff is coming up. Don't go anywhere. Sports take. Derek Barrett, Rob, Jacob Sports Network. Go passionately, go fearlessly, go confidently. Go birds! <clears throat> go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust. Go birds! 
and go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. an icon. A Philadelphia treasure. He's a mentor. A pace setter. Jim's my North Star. He's trusted. Revered. Appreciated. He is Action News. He's compassionate. Honest. And fair. He is extremely dedicated. Motivated. And always seeking the truth. He's also funny. We are a team of many. Jim Gardner is our leader. And we're lucky to have him. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Go for the pulls and the pools. Go for the ooze and the ahs. Go for the bubbles. And the bubbly. Go for the story. And the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. segment on this thursday welcome back in everybody derek barrett rob we are sports state jacob sports youtube network hanging with you all right so a couple things we we mentioned it off the top but just to reiterate serena williams advances to the third round of the u.s open she beat the two seed man it's not like she she just beat anybody she beat the number two seed to advance um and it just it's like a groundswell every time she's playing now man it gets bigger it's like a momentum tidal wave every single time that she goes here. I, I would not want to be facing her, man, because you're going yeah. against her and that crowd. And they, they are they are rocking. There. And then she sent out the message, I'm not in a hurry to retire. You know, she yeah. knows it's coming. And it's like, you know, she wants to go on a blaze of glory. Can you imagine at 40 years old if she pulled this off? What yeah, a story that would be. And look at and look at the prominent list of names that continue to converge just to say I was there to watch her last major, if that if this is her last major, man. Yeah. I'd be I'd be walking around if I was a fan, one of those fans that like to get autographs. I'd be walking around the stands. Can I have your autograph? Can I have your autograph, please? Yep. Dude, your collection of autographs you could get at the U.S. Open this week is phenomenal. Oh, the first first round, they're 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 cutting away to to the crowd, and it's it's Bill Clinton and Dr. Ruth. I Jeez. I. I don't mean any disrespect. I had no idea Dr. Ruth was still alive. I was just <laughs> thinking the same thing. I swear I did. I mean, how freaking yeah. old is Dr. Ruth? She's got to be in her 90s. In her 90s. Hold on, yeah, she, she was old when I was in high school. Yeah. You know what I, I mean, <laughs> she's got to be in her 90s, right? Has to. Well, hold on. What's up. really damning is because I turned around I was like, oh, man. 
how old is she? And then you guys say, <laughs> you guys say exactly what I was thinking. All right. So, so my I, first I thought was bad. how old is she? And my second thought is, is Bill making a move? That was my other. <laughs> Dude, I'm just saying, man. Get this. Get this. She was born in 1928. She's 94 years old. Oh what? my God. Well, yeah. still okay. talking about sex. Uh, if she is good for her, man, if that's still a thing, if she's talking oh, to Blue, Bill Clinton, she probably is talking about sex. Man. Oh, I'm, just, oh, I'm kidding. Oh, oh. I'm but kidding. Oh, oh. Is this, is this oh. thing on? Come on. Oh. Uh, all right. I will not so, engage in this conversation right now. Well, the, so the other, the other shot was it's Mike Tyson, Martina Navratilova and her dog. In between Tyson and Martina are as her like support dog. I, I, there's all kinds of stuff going on. Wait a minute, Mike Tyson is there with Martina. I don't, I'm not saying they're there together. Oh, I'm saying okay, they were just okay. sitting in the stands by okay. each other. But like it was, it was just a weird collection of people, man. You know, but she better, be, she better be careful. Mike might have a flashback and bite <laughs> her ear or something. <laughs> He's a little hungry. Oh! I'm a little hungry. Yeah. So, uh, oh! yes. Better be careful. But anyway, it, it is it would be really cool, man, if she could take this thing to distance. I mean, not that she needs anything to cement her goatness, but if she could win this thing at 40, <laughs> her it is goatness. her goatness is, is more than cemented. Yeah, that's for sure. And you know the network is eating this up because the numbers keep going oh, up and up. Through and the up, roof. Bro. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Hey, speak, mm. uh, real quick on that. So the uh I know it was a preseason game, but the Amazon Prime game, which was the other last Thursday. Yep. Did not do well. They mm. drew about a million compared to about five for the CBS game Sunday. Mm. Wow. Just saying, whatever. I mean, it's early in this thing. Yeah, it, it, you got to get used to it. People got to get used to it. Yeah, you know, but it, there, there's a strategic reason behind that, man. I agree. People who love football, well, they're going to turn. turn. Yep. Trust me, they'll turn. Yeah, if you think for a second that they're not going to be watching once it gets real on Thursday nights. Exactly. They You're will. wrong. You're wrong, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they absolutely will. All right. So uh, Tony Larusa, 77 years old. I think he's the third oldest manager in the history of baseball. Mm. He's out indefinitely. They're not sure exactly what's going on right now. He's having testing done. Obviously, there was some health issue happening. That's a grind for even a young man, that baseball absolutely, season. Man. Man. The travel is nuts. Well, it starts in February and doesn't end until October. Yeah. I mean, it's on the road for long periods of time, man. man. It, it, it's hard. It's hard. And I know they travel in, you know, charters and all that. It's still, it's still a grind uh, for sure. So hopefully he'll, uh, he'll feel better. Our old friend, Nandi Asamoa is an actor now. He Did was an actor when he played in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> he acted like a player every time he collected a check. Yeah. So he oh. is, uh, He's acting and he's got like a speaking role in the uh, it's called The Good Nurse on Netflix. Now, his wife is Kerry Washington, the actress. Right. Right. So Namdi has has busted in there. He's uh, he's acting now. We'll Namdi is. I got to see this. I got to check this out. Yeah. The Good Nurse. It's called The it's Good on, uh, Nurse it's on Netflix. If you Interesting. Get to check it out. So I know Vernon uh, Davis. Uh, Vernon Davis is also. Yeah. Ver Vernon Davis. Yeah. yeah. You know. Oh, you know who else is? Um. Uh, he was a, he was oh god I'm how am I drawing a blank on his name? He went to Temple. He was a defensive end for the Colts. The Eagles drafted him, but he was a seventh rounder, and they didn't sign him. And then he went to the Colts. And oh really yeah, yeah, career. he's a defensive end. You're talking about oh. um uh, Raheem 
Raheem Brock. Brock, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah he's he's, he's, he's an actor, producer, and director, Raheem Brock. Wow. Yeah, that's what he did when he retired. So he's uh, he's doing his thing. Wait a minute. Fitness Rebel is saying that uh, Vernon Davis is on that show, P-Valley. Barry, okay. you watch that show, right? No, I don't watch P-Valley. Oh, I'm just asking. <laughs> Bro, it, 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 it. I was I, I was I was trying to watch it for my, for my peoples, and I was like, <laughs> "Turn that mess off." <laughs> Bro, I was like, what not, is a, going not giving on? a thumbs up to that one, Barrett. Bro, it's I mean, it's it's a bit much, bro. Is that the know? one you guys were telling me about? There's yeah, a lot man. of uh, yeah, man, scenes, good scenes, a lot of a lot, a lot of a lot of a lot of. Oh, a lot but of the rest ball. of it's bad. Yeah, do you? Want, oh, uh, you, a lot of you don't lot. watch that, man. You don't I don't want to get bothered. Yeah, you don't okay. want to watch that. Yeah. Okay. All right. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. I don't even want to know. Yo, what's the John Dickerson? D Gun has a fans only account. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what it is. Yeah. Dude, I, you know what? Here's where I found out what a fan only account was. I was on uh, Facebook and you see people talking about um, what what people do on there. They They sell things. Like I heard some some girl says she sells her toenails, oh. is making six figures. I'm like, yes. hold up, man. There's a whole hold lot up. of like foot fetish stuff and hold yeah. up, dude. Seriously, and people getting paid yes. for this a lot. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. That's we're, the case. we're in we're in a weird we're in some weird times, man. Dude, so, seriously, it's all I there can tell people you. People pay for this <laughs> toenails. What is happening, man? Oh my god, <laughs> what is serious? going on? Yeah, what is going on? All right. Uh, hey, come on, man. Make it six figures. Yeah. Because, yeah. well, you know, Bear, you used to say, you know, Bear got the meat hooks like this, man. He used oh. to sell them nails, man. Oh, my God. Bro, they do everything on uh, this fan's <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, bro. Some of the stuff I heard that especially women sell. And, yes. And people out there that buy this stuff. And women, these women are driving like Lamborghinis. Yep. Um, You know, Porsches. Yeah. I'm like, what kind of car you got, Diga? <laughs> I, I got a, I got a hoopty. That's what I get. I got a hoopty. Yes. Um, all right. I'll bail you out of that one. Uh, ben, this is sad. That's, that's nasty, man. We're no, all shedding ahead, a tear. Yeah. Ben Simmons and Maya Jamba. The engagement is off. Oh, she probably yes. heard that he's not going to play basketball anymore. Yes. I mean, this is unbelievable. He he was also at the U.S. Open. Did you see that? Ben was he, one of the people there. He was the there. Yeah. Of course. So, so Ben's everywhere except where he's supposed to be in a gym. Correct. My man out on the boat. Getting paid though. He's on the boat. He's Mm -hmm. out. He's at the U.S. Open. Get your butt back in the in the gym, man. Let's see what you got. Maya had enough. Maya's out of there, so she's done. Uh, All right, birthdays. Uh, Zendaya, the singer. Oh yeah, twenty six years old. Dude, her role in the movie The Greatest Showman, phenomenal movie. That is that the uh, Hugh Jackman. Yes. You never saw the movie? I saw bits and pieces. The Greatest Showman. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I heard it was you good. Heard that movie's phenomenal, dude. Yeah, I heard good things about it. Matter of fact, her biggest um her biggest hit was the song she sung in that movie with uh, Zach Efron. She's Re- Rewrite the Stars. Yeah. Dude, you gotta see the movie. The mo- I've watched the movie four or five times. I enjoyed the movie thoroughly, man. Yeah. I heard I heard it's really good. I, I yeah. just it's one of those where like I've I flip around and I'm in the middle of it or whatever, and I always want to watch right. it from the beginning. So I gotta check it out. Um, Dr. Phil is 72 years old. 72? Dr. Phil makes an appearance in the uh, Manti Teo documentary I told you guys about yesterday. Right, right. Because he counseled, I guess, the 
the uh, man, he, I don't know, they, person. I'm not. What are you, I'm not what are you, try, what are you trying I'm, to say, Rob? I'm not saying anything. <laughs> uh, the, the person that did the, the catfishing to. Oh, me. my goodness. I'll move on. Uh, Rocky Marciano <laughs> was born on this day in 1923. There we go. So, the real Rocky, huh? Yeah, the real Rocky. That's who he was named after in, in the movie. Uh, Dude, you know, not to cut you off, but I like to add these little tidbits. Do you know that he won his first, what was it, first uh, 19 fights all by knockout in five rounds or less? And, and nine of those fights were first-round knockouts. He was like Mike Tyson. Tyson before Mike Tyson. Yeah, he was. He I never lost. Never yeah, lost. Incredible. Only heavyweight that never lost. Died really young. Yeah. Uh, in his forties, I think he died uh, a day before his forty-sixth birth, his forty-sixth uh, birthday. He was in a flight going somewhere to Iowa, and the pilot right. flying the flight only had like two hundred thirty-one uh, flight time hours. Jeez. It was a bad storm. He tried to land the flight. He landed two miles short of the airport in some little podunk town. What was the name of this town? I wrote it down, so I was like, I never heard of this place. I've been to Iowa, right. some little podunk town in Iowa, and hit a tree, and boom, he was they oh. were gone. Yeah. Oh. Uh, how many times do you hear that too? Either Newton, the pilot didn't Newton have the experience, yeah. or, or, or it's like, come on, man! Like, yeah. what are we doing here? Newton, uh, Iowa. Never heard of it. No, I haven't either. Uh, Gloria Stefan, sixty-five years old. Oh man, Miami Sound Machine. Dude, think uh, about how old her biggest hits are. Oh yes, yeah, Congo yeah. came out in nineteen eighty-five. Yeah, she was. Uh, she was young. Wow, yeah, she was. She was young. She was in her twenties. Barry, the great Barry Gibb of the Bee Gees. He's the oh, only, yeah. the lone survivor. Yeah, uh, of the Bee Gees, he's seventy six years old. What's your favorite um, Bee Gees song? You should be dancing. There you go. They so, yeah, were part, ready for you. Barry laughing. Why are you laughing, B Brooks? Jive talking. Jive talking. I don't know what, talking, I don't know what kind of songs the Bee Gees. I know I, was, I just remember their voices, but I don't know what the heck they were saying though. Right, if you <laughs> ever get a chance, hey man, look here. You should still be dancing with a huge uh, disco song, man. With disco, oh, that popular. album from Saturday Night oh, Fever just destroyed it. How deep is your love? Yes. How do you mend a broken heart? Here's what you guys need to do watch Jimmy Fallon as Barry Gibb on a Saturday Night Live skit. He does it with Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon plays one of the other Gibb brothers and he plays like angry Barry Gibb. So if anybody, he's a talk show host. And if anybody gives him, as he's any lip, he like he does like karate chop moves on them. You got to see it, man. He's got this like big hairy serious? chest and medallions oh, hanging out. It's pretty funny. Uh, more than a woman. That's a good one too. Yep. Uh, yep. More than a woman. Yeah, exactly. Nights on uh, Broadway. Yeah, they've been, look, they've been a million hits, man. The, the Bee Gees. Uh, Conway Twitty, country singer, eighty nine oh, yeah. oh, years yeah. old. Conway. I don't know what songs it is, but wow. I heard the name Conway yeah. Twitty. Same. Uh, <laughs> Padma Lakshmi, is that how you say her, her name? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. Go ahead. I'll go right. with that one. She's 52. Uh, Tim Hardaway Sr. is 56. Clinton Portis is 41. Clinton Portis, what a sad story. What a sad story he is, man. Is he in jail now? He's under house arrest. He's coming close to house arrest, but... He was one of like um, a dozen former players who uh, got caught in ins- insurance benefits fraud, yep. and he admitted that he had gotten ninety nine thousand, almost a hundred thousand dollars in medical benefits he shouldn't have gotten. Yeah, yeah, it's like he, he got a um, yeah one of those chambers. Um, yeah, something like that. Uh, a and, chamber, you know, and he and he, he they gave him a um, a bad uh, not a bad but a, um, yeah 
uh, a counterfeit receipt saying he bought one of those hyperbaric chambers. Yeah, and he and did some he, other stuff with his benefits. Well, you know, well, prior to that also, you know, because of bad advisory, financial advisory, he lost multiple homes. As of 2017, he was living in like a two-bedroom apartment. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty sad, man. Yeah. I come live with your house before I do that. You ain't never living in my house because I can't oh, feed. Oh, oh, I, I, I can't feed. That you. was out loud. No, I can't. I can't feed you. That so. was out loud, Barry. Um, uh, all right, you got uh, any other birthdays, Gunner? Because I got an on this date and a couple. Movies oh man, you missed a lot of them, man. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin. That's right. On the old laughing show. Uh, Eighty-three. What's name? Uh, Brad Holbrook. Uh, on a Netflix series, Narcos, he plays a DEA. If you've never, if you've never watched this series on Netflix called Narcos, yeah, oh, and plus so he was good. in a uh, Walk Among the Tombstones with um Liam oh, Neeson, yes, and Gone Girl, he was in that one also. Yeah, uh, Yvonne DiCarlo, you missed that one, you done, Lily Munster. Lily How Munster. did you miss that one? That's right, <laughs> come on, Herman's man, w- Herman's wife, yes, and Barris, and, Bar- and finally, Barris' favorite, Billy Blanks, Billy Blanks. Yes. Oh, my God. Is Billy still with us? He's 43. Billy no, he's Blanks is only 43? I'm telling you, he said he's, he's 43. What? Oh, let me look this up. <laughs> look Billy it Blanks. up. I'm telling you. I guarantee you he's in his 50s. I'm tell- All right. I'm just telling you what it said. Oh, I got to find this. Unless I have see. dyslexia and didn't read it right. All right. Let's see. He is. He was born in 1955. He's Yeah, he's like. What is it? Was it 66, 66 years 66? old. Okay, I don't know how I got 43. My bad. Yeah, he was born in Erie, PA. All right, my bad. All right. Uh, movies, not a lot here. Crank. Jason oh, Statham. Statham? He was in a movie. I love Statham. Who? Billy Blacks was in that movie? No, he was in a movie. In a couple movies. Showdown. Back <laughs> in action. <laughs> Tough and daily, deadly. Expect that's no a, mercy. That's Blood not like stuff you He was in Blood First. <laughs> Lead like leading roles too. He was in the last Boy Scout. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! So, There's a lot of Billy Blanks information. Wow. Uh, um, <laughs> the real Miyagi. The real Miyagi. Yeah. God, was that right? To, made the video. Right to video. Bro, that, that was straight to. <laughs> was that, that Mr. Was Miyagi? <laughs> was the uh, lead? The real Miyagi. Oh my God! All right. So <laughs> something's wrong. Something's wrong with that dude. Man. <laughs> Billy Blanks is forty-three years old. No, he's not. <laughs> oh my goodness, bro! If, 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 if he was, if he's forty-three, he's he's Benjamin Button. <laughs> he's Tom Brady. He's going to Brady's doctor. No. All right. Uh, we got to get out of here. All right. Um, <laughs> Xander, thank you for producing. <laughs> thank you for everybody in the chat section, everybody listening, everybody streaming. Oh, my God. We're back tomorrow at the same time. I I'm think. not coming Sorry, back. If they, let it, back. if they let us back. I'm uh, not coming Go passionately. 
Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.